Hey everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast, and looking back on my Wonder Years, uh, Wonder Years podcast. <clears throat> well, today I am going to tell you that I will be, I'm basically just going to say this spring and summer my movie reviews are going to the dogs, and by the dogs I mean the four-legged furry floppy-eared kind. For April and May, I plan to cover Homeward Bound The Incredible Journey and Homeward Bound 2 Lost in San Francisco. Thank you, Disney+. Plus. Because <laughs> if you've been listening for a bit, you know my current situation. I'm in a hotel room. I don't have all my movies with me. So I'm just relying on Disney+. Plus. And if you all have Disney+, Plus, or if you don't, feel free, if you got it, to watch along with me. So I am so excited. So yeah, this month I'm putting out Homeward Bound The Incredible Journey. May is going to be Homeward Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco. And then for May I'm going to be doing 1994's Lassie with Tom Gurry from the Sandlot movie. Also, my other plans are Far From Home. The Adventures of Yellow Dog with Jesse Bradford, who you're probably familiar with if you grew up in the 90s. He was in the movie Bring It On with Kirsten Dunst and also 2002's Swim Fan. That movie, which I plan to get to that movie and the movie Fear, especially just for my Looking Back on My Wonder Years podcast. But the dog movies, those are all going to be on both platforms. So depending on which platform you listen to you have a chance to hear it. and yes these ones here with the dog movies will be they will be safe there will be no f-bombs dropped so yeah also and then to close out the summer i will be covering where the red fern grows the 1974 version my favorite version i watch it just about every single year since i was 12 years old in 1994 Soundtrack is amazing by Andy Williams. I love it. And the thing is, I am kind of holding off on that. So that way, because I wanted to kind of go also from the book where the Redfern grows and kind of throw out a couple scenes that are in the book that didn't make it into the movie. So, yeah. I just, oh, I'm so excited. I just, I love doing Beethoven and Beethoven's second, which Beethoven's second was cut into two <laughs> two podcast episodes because it was just so long all right of course we got to get to the notes and bolts of the movie so we're going to jump over to imdb so homeward bound the incredible journey came out in 1993 let's see its release date because i did see this in the theater i bawled my eyes out multiple times i most likely will be doing that again this time around it's been a bit since i watched it Released two days before Valentine's Day in 1993, I still would have been, I would have been almost ten and a half at this point. Uh, looks like filming locations mainly in Oregon. Okay. Opening weekend means 60,000. Oh, is that right? 60,000 opening weekend. Grossed. 41 million and worldwide 41,833,324. Let's go. 
Let's go to the cast list. All right, we got voice actors. We got Michael J. Fox. You know him as Marty McFly from Back to the Future. You know him as Alex P. Keaton on Family Ties. He plays the role of Chance. There are two dogs in this movie, one cat. We have Shadow, the old and wise, who belongs to Peter. We have Chance, the young, adventurous pup. And we have Sarcastic Sassy, the cat, the Himalayan cat, <laughs> played by Sally Field. All right, let's see. We got... Playing the kids, we have Kevin Chevalier playing Jamie Seaver. We got kid. Okay, looking at the kids here. Going back, we got Veronica Lauren playing Hope Burnford. We have wow, the way they got this cast list set up is wow. Ben J. Thal, who plays Peter Burnford. Now, if you remember the show Torkelson's, um, I believe all episodes are on YouTube, watch the pilot episode because there is a different Stephen Floyd. There's a different actor. It's Ben J. Thal. And then later on, they went with uh, Michael Ashton Merrick or something. Um, yeah. If I say um a lot, I am sorry. I just got done covering a two and a half hour movie, The Phantom of the Opera, for a podcast listener who's got a birthday coming up. So, all right, let's see if I can just go to the all. Okay, here we go. Let's see. So we got the kids. We got Kim Grist, G-R-E-I-S-T, playing Laura Burnford. Seaver, no relation to the Seavers that live in New York on Growing Pains. We got Bob Seaver, played by Robert Hayes. He's from the Airplane movies. Kim Grist, the only thing I could really say other than the Home Alone, Home Alone, no. The Homeward Bound movies, the only other thing I can say that I've seen her in would have been House Guest with Sinbad. That movie had me on the floor laughing my butt off. Oh, it was so good. So, yeah. Also, Don Amechi. Amechi? Who, in physical form, if you watch Harry and the Hendersons that came on like, 87, he does the voice of Shadow. Now, sadly, he passed on before the sequel, so they had to get Ralph Waite? W-A-I-T-E? So they had to get him for the sequel. All right. Director Dwayne Dunham. Uh, wow, he was the editor on some of these Star Wars films. Okay. Uh, Little Giants, I do plan to cover that. Uh, one of the sports movies in my sports movie trilogy. I'll be covering Big Green, Little Giants, and Rookie of the Year. Probably next summer, because those definitely feel like summer movies. All right, let's go to the plot here. We got a fun-loving American bulldog pup, a hilarious Himalayan cat, and a wise old golden retriever embark on a long trek through the rugged wilderness of the Sierra Nevada mountains in a quest to reach home and their beloved owners. Okay, so they're going from Nevada to the home of the Seavers, which is in California somewhere. <laughs> this movie's got a 7.0 out of 10 based on 42,000 ratings. Writers Sheila Burnford, who wrote The Incredible Journey, which this movie is based off, this movie is actually based off Disney's version of the book 
The Incredible Journey. I've seen most of that movie. I kind of ducked in and out. Dipped in and out because it doesn't have talking animals. It has a narrator. Um, it's just an okay movie, to be honest. But, uh, yeah. It's that um I love Homer Bound. I've always loved this movie. It's just it's amazing. It really really is. This was a staple of my childhood. Everybody. All right, so let's jump into trivia. I have to get something to drink. My mouth is starting to go dry. Okay, I'm good. All right, trivia. We got Chance running full throttle into a sapling and then keep keeping on running. Specifically, the part where Chance implies that Sassy is fat when rushing off for breakfast was done completely by accident by the dog actor. Uh, okay. <laughs> they thought it was somewhat hilarious, so they kept it in. Similarly, Michael J. Fox and Sally Field ad-libbed the lines right after Chance ran on the tree. Similarly, Chance stumbling when running through a field and was given a humorous line, Whoa, gopher hole. This was one of Don Amechi's final movies before his death, the year of the film's release. He voiced Shadow. Yes. So, honestly, there's going to be spoilers in these uh, this trivia section, so if you haven't seen the movie, watch the movie before you listen to my review or hit up the trivia, because there are going to be spoilers. When Shadow falls into the pit and injures his leg, the dog never actually fell into the pit. When he stepped on the boards, they broke, but there was a platform immediately below. Then a fake dog was dropped into the pit, and these scenes were edited together. Shadow tries to get out, but the pit is large and deep and muddy, and he keeps slipping back into the pit because he cannot get a good grip. This was, to accomplish this scene, a special pit was dug which was about three to four feet deep for the sliding back and forth. One trainer was at the top of the pit calling the dog. Another trainer was at the bottom telling the dog to stay. When he did, he would naturally start sliding downward. The dog could actually walk out on his own at any time and did so several times during the filming. When Shadow does appear at the end of the film to be reunited with Peter, Shadow runs with a limp. This was accomplished by putting a part of... A round wooden bead between the dog's toes. The bead did not hurt him in any way, but gave him a particular sensation, causing him to walk with a limp. When Chance comes out of the water with a crawfish clamped on to the side of his muzzle, a plastic crawfish was attached to the dog's mouth with a rubber band so that it looked as if it were hanging on the dog's mouth. So I'm going to stop with the trivia because it goes on forever. They're very long ex explanations about how these scenes are done. Will 
test their ability to survive. What? It will be an incredible <laughs> journey home. Hey guys, wait up. Come on. Home is just over that mountain. Critics agree. Two thumbs up, say Siskel and Ebert. A masterpiece of family entertainment, says ABC TV. In the classic tradition of Walt Disney Entertainment comes Homeward Bound, the incredible journey. Coming this fall on video cassette. Oh my gosh, I'm already tearing up just watching those scenes. Oh, this movie gets to me all the time. Now, we see the railroad tracks. We hear Michael J. Fox coming on as Chance. He's introducing himself. Like, hey, I know my name sounds weird, but most names do. If you think about it. <laughs> he also says he was abandoned when he was very young. He mainly lived on the streets a lot of his life, which sounds fun at first, but it kind of led him into getting into trouble. If you didn't know anything about this movie, if you didn't know that it had animals in it, you never saw the poster, you would think that this is a man who's looking back on his childhood, talking about how he was abandoned as a child, and how he was on the streets until he got, you know, caught. But no, that is not the case. I honestly, when we see Chance, I would put him probably at at least a year more old. So he says it seemed like fun at first living, you know, on the streets and everything, but eventually it led to trouble. It led to him being locked up. We hear a gate slamming. And he's like, ah, I don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about after that. After I found my new home and I got my name. So we're going to go to the Seaver house. It's a big, big day. Bob Seaver is marrying Laura Burnford. She has three children from another marriage. Now, there are some out there, you know, back when IMDb had message boards, there are some out there that clearly Hope and Peter, they are both kind of redhead, strawberry blonde hair. Jamie is a dark-haired child, and there has been speculation, like, maybe Peter and Hope are from her previous marriage... To her first husband and maybe Jamie is the son of Bob and Laura which I don't know I just assumed that all three kids were from her first marriage but if that's the case then why do you have two redheaded kids the dark hair kid I don't know they all want to pretend that Bob and Laura had a kid before they exchanged their post then so be it Chance also says that a family came along and he was rescued by them so yeah, they didn't pick him out from a breeder. I think anything, I definitely think that Shadow was, you know, picked from a breeder as a puppy. I think the same thing with Sassy as a kitten because she's a purebred Himalayan. I don't know really, I don't go searching at a lot of rescues, like how many purebred Himalayan cats or that that, that shelters have. They, those are very expensive cats from what I hear. They cost a lot of money from breed, especially because I think a lot of Himalayans are, they're show cats, aren't they? Himalayans, Persians, ragdolls. Okay, here's another theory. Okay, but first of all, Chance is saying, you know, they brought me home to live with them, but it was their home. It wasn't mine. This really speaks of like a foster child situation where a foster child is brought into somebody else's home and it's like, well, this is their home. It doesn't really belong to me kind of feeling. We see a dresser that is loaded with family pictures. You got a lot of 
you have a lot of, okay, here's my theory. You have a lot of pictures of, um, 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 um Laura with, with, um, Peter and Hope. You only have one picture of Peter, Hope, and Jamie together. So here's my thing of what I think. I think that Jamie is the son of Bob and he is coming into the family with Hope, Peter, and Laura. Because I'm literally looking at these kids' pictures and it's mainly of Laura and Hope and Peter. There's none of, like, baby Jamie. Which... If this is true, this blows my mind because I assume that those were all three of her kids. Dance even says the family was growing. Bob was joining the family by marrying Laura. So yeah, we're in what looks like the master bedroom where Laura sleeps. And <laughs> oh my goodness. We got what looks like a suitcase on the floor. It's open. We got light streaming through the window. Chance is talking about, you know, fresh air, a lot of room to run, all the underwear I could eat. And he's ripping up what looks like a silk blouse. Of course, here comes Sassy. So, of course, right away, you can tell the dynamic between Sassy and Chance is just they can't stand each other. So Sassy, of course, like any cat, has probably taken one of many catnaps. And she's like, you woke me up from a catnap, a very deep catnap. And he's like, hey, would you wake up on the wrong side of the litter box? And she says, even a great beauty needs her beauty sleep. And he tells her, beauty sleep? You'd have to sleep for like a month. <laughs> So yeah, now we go outside, we see Laura and Bob getting ready to exchange their wedding vows, and Chance is saying that Hope belonged to Sassy, that's Laura's daughter, and that Jamie was supposed to belong to Chance, but Chance is like, well, I don't need anybody, I'm a loner. Well, he's been on the street his whole life, and it probably would be hard to accept that uh, you know, he now belongs to somebody. I guess Jamie was supposed to have the wedding ring because Hope's like, Jamie, where's the ring? And he hands her a toad or a frog that was in his pocket. Typical six-year-old boy stuff. Jamie, Jamie is laughing his head off. And Chance is like, yeah, he's got, he's had some pretty good ideas. In fact, he's the one that named me Chance. Now Chance is going to get his digs in at Shadow, saying Peter belonged to Shadow Shadow was faithful. Shadow was loyal. Shadow was a chump. He just sat. Chance is like, he just sat out there while I'm having all the fun upstairs, you know, ripping up blouses. Again, this is the thing. The same thing with people like, oh, look, my dog came running out with the toilet paper. It's like, you don't want your dog in your room for whatever reason. Shut your door. Simple as that. Shut the door. Dogs don't need to be in the bathroom. I love this. <laughs> Sassy is just watching Chance just go to town on this blouse. <laughs> She's like, Chance, stop. The blouse is dead. And he's like, that's right, because I'm going to tear it into teeny tiny little pieces. And, <laughs> and she looks at him and he's like, I swallowed a button. And she says, well, too bad it wasn't a zipper. <laughs> and he's like, you better beat it, Powder Puff. 
Bonnie just thinking of it now. He's like, you better beat it, Powder Puff, or you're going to end up dog meat. I'm like, well, first of all, she's a cat, so she's not going to be dog meat. Well, that is a slang that people use. It's like, oh, you're going to be dog meat. Like, I'm going to get stuff like that. Oh, I love this line. And she says, is that any way to speak to a petite little dewdrop? You big flat-faced butt sniffer. <laughs> and he starts growling and runs. She is, like, just in the doorway. And she's like, boom, skedaddle. She is down those stairs. Mind you, this is a wedding. There are guests. There, The house is going to be eventually filled with people at this place. So it's like the dog running around upstairs, running down the stairs. It's just, it's just, no. Meanwhile, yeah, we're still outside, and Bob and Laura are still exchanging their vows. We hear a lamp tip over and this growling from Chance, the sound from Sassy upstairs, and you see Bob and Laura are like, what in the what? What? Where? Mm. <laughs> Maybe that was a mistake to get that dog. Sure, their lives were not chaotic before they got Chance, because the dog is young. Like you said, he's been out on the street. He doesn't have manners. He doesn't. He's not trained, and he's just young. I mean, Sassy is a cat. What damage is she really gonna do? And the same with Shadow. I mean, he's like 11 years old. He's an old man. He ain't gonna be ripping stuff up. Of course, none of this goes by Shadow as he sits up and he starts growling and Peter's like, Shadow, down. And Shadow is just thinking to himself, I gotta give that pup a talking to. So all three kids have different reactions to the the preacher, whatever he is, you know, saying, I now pronounce you husband and wife, you may kiss the bride. She kisses him and Bob's got this look of surprise like he wasn't prepared like oh you caught me off guard and we got hope who's like oh finally my family's complete and we got jamie's like oh gross you know typical six-year-old boy like ew kissing and then we have peter's like that's it my father's been erased from my family completely now oh the stepfather kind of He's. i did everything to keep this try to get this marriage from happening and now it's like come <laughs> Speaking of butt sniffing, we go right to this cook's big butt, and Chance is just right up, and it's like, yeah. And the guy, I'm sure, you know, they hired a caterer or someone to cook the food, and this guy's pulling food out of the oven. Mind you, that stuff is gonna be hot. He's pulling out meatballs, I think, and one, the guy's like, ah, not for doggies, and one of the meatballs goes flying. A chance, of course, gets the flying meatballs, and he doesn't realize, like, that stuff came out of the oven. It's going to be hot. It's going to be burning your mouth. It's like, oh, hot, 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 hot. And then he starts going in on the food that's on the table, and it's like, we need to put the dog in a room somewhere. Put it outside, because, yeah, that's what I want. I want a dog nosing around food that I'm going to be putting in my mouth. So the family makes it to Kate's ranch, and Kate is played by Jean Smart, who you will know is on the sitcom Designing Women. And of course, she couldn't make it to the wedding, but she's like, hey, look, it's the newlyweds. (laughs) And you got everyone piling out of the car. Chance is just so exuberant. He is ready to just 
burn off this energy. He's like, oh, excuse me, because you got Jamie getting down. He's got a frisbee. And then Chance just basically bowls him over as he jumps out of the- Jamie's literally trying to get out of the car because he's a little guy. He's like, what, six, eight years old? And Chance is like jumping over him to get out the car door. So yeah, Chance takes one sniff. He's like, oh wow, this place is smell-o-rama. He looks, he sees the chickens by that little barn corral area. And he's like, hallelujah, I've died and gone to Kentucky. <laughs> and he starts running after him. So Laura's like, you know, I don't know how to thank you enough, Kate, for what you're doing for us. You're really helping us out. And she's like, oh, well, the more the merrier. I just got to take that one short trip I told you about. And Peter latches onto those words. He's like, you're going away? I'm like, oh, well, wait a minute. We're dropping off our pets to this woman and she's not even going to be here? And Kate sees that Peter is a bit hesitant and like, I don't know if I want to leave my dog here. She's like, don't worry, my neighbor Frank comes, he feeds and waters the animals, He and don't worry, Peter, he is very trustworthy. So, yeah, she tells Peter she helps drive the horses to winter grazing every year, which it's only like a one or two day trip, so it's not a very long time. I'd be like, I mean, I'm sorry, I would have reservations if I were Peter. I'd be like, I don't, I don't know if I agree with this. I mean... You said you want your pets, but you're going to be gone for a couple days? I mean, like I said, I don't know how long their trip is for Bob's work. Is it three months? Is it six months? We don't know. I'm sure it's not a year. So Kate's like, hey, you want to come in for a minute? And Bob's like, well, I wish wish we could, but we got a, we got a long journey ahead of us, so we got to get going. So Peter takes Shadow off to say goodbye, and then, of course, we have... Jamie, who's going after Chance with his frisbee, and Chance is just so preoccupied with these chickens. He does not want anything to do with Jamie. So Hope hands Sassy over to Kate, and I love how Kate is just, I love how, excuse me, Hope is just holding Sassy. You know, this is hard for her. She's never had to, you know, give up her pet, even if it's temporarily. And she introduces Sassy to Kate. Like, Sassy, this is Miss Kate, and she's going to take real good care of you. And I love how Hope looks into Kate's eyes and asks, won't you? And I love how Kate says, yes, ma'am. And she takes Sassy from her, and it's just like, oh, oh, I just, gosh, I feel bad. You know, any animal having to adjust to a new situation is tough. So we cut over to Jamie and Chance, and Chance is playing tug-of-war with Jamie. And like I said, Jamie's just a little guy. He really has no control over this dog that's probably about almost as tall as he is. (laughs) And yeah, Chance is pretty much winning in this tug-of-war over the Frisbee. And Bob is like, hey, how's it going? You need a little help? (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, because he's asking Jamie like about the frisbee. Like, how far can you throw that frisbee? And Jamie's like, oh, pretty far. And Bob asks, like, hey, do you think you could throw as far as that fence over there? And Jamie's still like latching onto the frisbee with Chance on the other end. It's like, uh, maybe you better do it. 
<laughs> so Bob takes this frisbee and like whips it like a discus thrower in the Olympics and just sails. And Ch- Chance, I must call him Chase, Chance runs after it. And I love how Bob picks Jamie up and Jamie's like, I hope he doesn't forget me. Oh, he ain't gonna forget you, buddy. So now we, oh my goodness. <laughs> we get to Peter and Shadow's goodbye. And Peter, of course, is on his knees. He's hugging Shadow. And he's like, I'm gonna miss you so much. And Shadow's like, I know. I know you're sad. I just wish I knew why. Yeah, he can tell. Just, you know, in Peter's voice, in his body language, it's like something isn't right here. His boy is sad. And he Shadow doesn't know why exactly. And, of course, Laura's like, Peter, come on, we gotta go. And Peter stands up and says, be a good dog. Stay. And Peter takes... Yeah, Shadow takes that stay to heart because you see Peter get into the car and the car start to, you know, pull away and Shadow's like, wait. And then he recalls Peter saying stay. He's like, stay. And then here comes Chance with the Frisbee. He's like, I got it, I got it. And he's like, Jamie? And he's just like, where's my boy going? And Immediately, Chance is like, oh no, not again. This honestly feels, yes, like Chance is having flashbacks to the times that he's been just left and abandoned. Like, he probably has had other homes that just haven't been able to, you know, handle him. And his rambunctiousness and his energy and everything. And they've dropped him. And this is just... Feels like the end of the line again for Chance. Like, oh no, I'm being dumped by another family. Because, you know, he's, none of these animals realize why they're here. They're in a place they've never been. They're with a person they've never met. And then they're going to be with a person later on again who they've never met. With Frank when he comes along. Now, I remember... The thing is with some of these Disney movies, when they would put them on, t- like, ABC in the 90s and stuff, you would actually see there was maybe a couple scenes that were not in this theatrical release, in this home video release. There's a scene of later on at when the family's at the apartment, they're playing, like, Nintendo, I think. There's another scene which explains a bit about why later on when she's like, hey when Kate's leaving and Chance is like, oh great, we're going for a car ride. Because we don't see that initial like, hey guys, want to go for a car ride? You know, she puts them in the back of the truck. So they're used so that's why that happens later and when yeah, Chance is like, hey great, we're going on another car ride because we don't see the initial one that yeah. Even Sassy is like, Hope, where are you going? And Kate, of course, has got Sassy's paw and doing a little, bye, bye, Hope. And of course, I love Sassy's like, okay, okay, I get it. Please stop. <laughs> all right, already. You're hurting my paw. And Peter even says before he leaves, like, hey, Shadow, we're going to be back to visit you next week. Okay, I promise. 
Because this is going to come up on the car ride when they're discussing about the next time they're going to be able to come. And where, I know they're going to San Francisco, but where is this place that they're dropping the pets off? It looks like it's somewhere with a, a rocky mountain range with a lot of open land, a lot of forest, a lot of trees. It looks like, when I said car, I meant, you know, the family's driving a Jeep. It looks like a Jeep Grand uh, Cherokee. I think my aunt had one of those back in the 90s. Uh, yeah, and even Shadow's like, oh, don't worry, Peter. I'm here to protect you. You know, I mean, Peter can't hear what Shadow's saying. But that's when Peter says, be a good dog. Stay. And gets up and walks towards the car. When Kate is taking Sassy's paw and waving by to Hope, and Sassy's like, all right, all right, easy on the fur coat. <laughs> yeah, as the as Jeep's pulling away, you see Peter, you know, staring out the back, waving by the shadow. Not just looking at Hope and Jamie aren't turned around at all and waving at their pets, but each one's different. And I saw their license plate says California, so... I just, you know, and that's a basically a family of five. You got two adults and three kids. I'm like, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, that's kind of, that's kind of tiny. I mean, I could see definitely like more like a, a minivan for, you know, you have room for the kids to be able to spread out. You know, I mean, they're not fighting over who's sitting where, but beyond the long journey of how long it will take to get to, you know, San Francisco, I'm just like. Gosh, it's going to be cramped and uncomfortable. It's just like, Ugh. I never traveled with a bunch of siblings before. But I did make the one and a half hour or more trek to Michigan's Adventure almost every summer since, you know, 1990. So Kate's like, Chance, come on, Shadow, come on. And she's kind of whistling and kind of snapping her fingers. Shadow is just like, I'm not moving. My boy told me to stay. I'm going to stay. And Chance is sad. He's whining. He's got his head down. He's like, oh, wait, lady. <laughs> you know, they're missing their people. They're missing their humans. Bob, I think, is being a bit unsent kind of insensitive. He's like, come on, guys, cheer up. We'll be back for a visit in a couple of weeks. And Hope's like, well, I thought we'd be back next week. And Peter's like, yeah, I told Shadow that I'd see him next weekend. And Laura's like, well, honey, they don't know the difference. And she's also saying, you know, we can't come back every weekend. So wherever they are, I mean, I don't know how far it is from Kate's ranch, but Maybe they can visit every couple weeks. That way the pets, you know, don't feel like uh, they've been abandoned. It's like, this is probably the first time they've really ever had to leave their pets in a situation like this. And this has got to be, you know, hard on them. Especially, you know, Peter. Oh, and, and also Hope. I mean, Jamie, he looks sad, but I don't know. I mean, they haven't had that chance that long. Not that it's not enough time for Jamie. It seems like Jamie and Chance's relationship is more kind of one-sided here with Jamie caring about Chance, but Chance just doesn't... He's not there yet. He's been abandoned so many times, he doesn't really 
he hasn't gotten to that point with a human to have that connection because he's always been, you know, dumped before, you know, he can finally settle in and feel like, you know, this is his family. And the sequel, real quick, is going to be more, that relationship between Jamie and Chance is going to flip-flop where Chance is all about wanting to hang out with Jamie, but Jamie is too busy to want anything to do with Chance. So now we cut back to Kate's place and Shadow has finally abandoned the stay position and is sitting on the porch. And he's wondering all these thoughts in his head like, well, who are you going to get to watch over you, Peter? Who's going to wait for you to come home from school? And who's going to sleep at the foot of your bed? And Shadow's like, you'll come back. I know you'll come back. He's like, he will. But then again, it's the whole thing with, with dogs and time and not knowing... The difference between an hour and and a week, I don't think. So, of course, it's the next morning, and Kate, I love how she's ringing that, you know, uh, that dinner triangle thing. And she's calling out to Chance, like, hey, Chance, come and get it, it's breakfast time. And I love how Chance is still hovering around that wooden chicken coop. He's like, hey, which one of you are extra crispy and which ones are original? <laughs> or no, what ones are regular and what ones are extra crispy? Whoever is writing, like, jokes for Chance, like, they must love KFC, which there's nothing wrong with that. KFC is awesome. I love it. I like it better than Popeye's. There's a place called Raising Cane's, which is here that's like another chicken place I haven't been. There's uh, quite a few restaurant chains that I haven't been to. Jack in the Box is another one. So from outside Chance hears Kate pouring kibble into a metal bowl. He's like, hey, I know that noise. Kibble. And he's, I mean, he zooms into that house. So of course she was pouring food for Shadow first, and then Chance is like, she's having to hold him back by his collar. He's jumping up, jumping. He's like, ow, Chance, stop. Like, he's stepping on her feet. And she's like, no, no, I got yours right here. And you just see Sassy, who actually in this shot is played by a Siamese cat, I noticed. Because, you know, they have different animals. Well, at least different cats. I don't know how many different dogs they had for some shots of Shadow and, uh, and Chance. I know in Beethoven, they had a lot of different dogs playing Beethoven. In Beethoven's second, there's a shot that is so obvious that that is not the regular dog. That it's just laughable. But yeah, as soon as she puts down Chance's bowl, he is like... Diving into it. And then of course we have Sassy... Just watching Chance, like, oh, I think I'm gonna be sick. And of course, she's like, okay, Sassy, here's your food. You know, takes a can of cat food, plops it in a bowl, sits it down for Sassy. And Sassy, like, looks at it and backs away. And it's like, what's wrong? Sassy, are you hungry? And apparently Sassy is so pampered. She's like, it's, you're not going to warm it up? It's cold. Okay. Quinn might be picky on some things when it comes to her wet food as far as she's not a fan of fish or salmon. And even beef is really kind of, she's not big on that either. It just depends. But she she's really into chicken and turkey is her favorite. 
But I would never heat up wet food. Not to mention, you put it in the microwave, you don't know how hot it's going to be. You don't know if the cat's going to burn its tongue or its mouth or whatever on the food. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, when Kate steps back away from Chance, she steps on Sassy's tail. You just hear her go, and then she goes under the sink or something. And Kate, of course, apologizes, like, here you go, sweetie, here's your food. And she thinks that Sassy's not eating her food because she's still irritated that Kate stepped on her tail. And it's like, no, it's because it's not heated up. Apparently they heat up her wet food. Okay. I think for Chance, they could really invest in one of those slow feeders because he is, like, going to town on that food. It's getting all over the place. And, of course, because Sassy didn't eat her food, Chance is like, well, okay, I'm still hungry. I'm just going to eat Sassy's food. And Sassy is like, wait, wait, stop. That's mine. And Chance just looks at her and says, well, you snooze, you lose. You should have eaten it. And mind you, this is wet food at breakfast time. I mean, with Quinn, I only give her... A can of wet food at dinner, and usually the rest of the day, it's pretty much just going to be a little bit of dry food. All right, so now we're going to go explore the farm with Chance and see some of the other animals. And the first one up is a horse. <laughs> and Chance's response to that is like, whoa, are you sick or what? And he jumps right in the pond with the ducks. Like, hey, bath toys. <laughs> He's terrorizing a goose. So Chance goes into another area of the barn and we see this pig just sprawled out and Chance is like, whoa, what a pig. Hey, what happened to your fur? And the pig looks up like, can I help you with something? Oh my gosh, I just love Michael J. Fox as Chance. It's so funny. Because I'm guessing, yeah, what are they, they filmed all the stuff and then Sally Field, Donna Mechie, and Michael J. Fox just kind of you know, either Adlet or um, improvise the lines or, or however, I don't know, but my God, I love it when he goes to the chicken house and he's like, hey, I'm the new chicken monitor. You got to fix this uh, dog or it's a little uh, small. <laughs> and he's like trying to get in there. He finally does manage to get in there, spook the chickens, but he does not uh, expect there to be a turkey in there. And we get Birdzilla. <laughs> no, he even makes it kind of like, hey, it looks like a... It's like, help, it's Birdzilla. <laughs> I swear I'll never eat a McNugget again. And then he runs out there. Like, no, that was a turkey. So Chance goes over back over to the porch. We got Shadow just hanging out. You know, he's looking sad and depressed. Poor guy. And then, of course, we got Sassy, who's grooming herself, like, trying to keep clean, because, you know, she's on a farm. There's, like, dust and dirt flying all over the place. And Chance is like, oh my gosh, you guys gotta see some of the weird stuff around here. They got this bird the size of a Rottweiler. It looks like someone ran over its head. <laughs> so, Chance is, like, Shadow... He calls him old man, like, old man, what are you waiting for? They're not coming back. And Shadow lifts his head, turns to look at Chance and says, that just shows you how little you know. And Chance says, well, look, it's happened before to me, all right? People use you and lose you. Yeah, and Shadow's like, shame on you for betraying your boy. And Chance fires back with, me betray him? Who ditched who? 
And of course, Chance Lee, I mean, not that I care. I mean, I can get along just fine without him. And uh, Shadow's like, how dare you call yourself a dog? A dog is supposed to be faithful, loyal, and true. And Chance is like, to people, why? Why have we got to be faithful and loyal and true? And Sassy's like, well, didn't you notice how sad Jamie looked when he left? And Chance is like, jeez, sorry, I didn't know anyone cared so much. Yeah, like, Shadow and Sassy have been with their, with Peter and Hope for quite a while. So they know, you know, they have a bond. And Chance is just trying to work out, you know, he's been abandoned so many times. He doesn't really get, you know, he's been abandoned by, you know, people he thought were, were his family. And he has trust issues, which is understandably so. And of course, in this situation where they're being dropped off by their humans and just left, chances like this is just like how it happened in the past. Every single time. Alright, so let's head over, I guess, on to San Francisco. They're living in an apartment, so definitely Bob was right with the tight conditions. And Laura's on the phone with Kate. And James like, ask her about Chance. And she's like, she says they're doing just fine. And of course, you know that Peter's like wanting to talk to Shadow. Like, hey, ask her if I can speak to Shadow. And she's like, well, Peter wants to talk to Shadow. And I love how Kate's like, oh, Peter, someone here wants to stay, say hello to you. She puts the phone down by Shadow. And it sounds like Shadow has dealt with this whole thing before with the phone. He's like, oh, I hate when they do this. And Sassy's like, just humor them. And he barks into the phone. <laughs> and Kate's like, oh, see, he said hello. And Hope is on the... <laughs> She's like, oh, what'd he say? What'd he say? And I love Peter's response. He said Chance ate Sassy. <laughs> and like, no, 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 no. I'm kidding. He says that Sassy really loves it there. Does she? <laughs> Can you take an indoor cat and make him into an outdoor cat? I don't think so. Oh yeah, while Peter's on the phone, he tells Shadow like, Hey, look, I know I said we'd be back tomorrow, but we're not going to be able to make it for another week, okay? And you see Shadow on the other end like, mm, you know, whimpering like, I don't like this. <laughs> oh, and Shadow is like, oh, I never understand a thing when they do this. Because <laughs> Kate's got the phone right by his you know, his ear and his mouth. I noticed behind Kate, there's a lot of, like, red ribbons, blue ribbons, a lot of show ribbons. So she definitely looks like she so shows, like, a lot of, like, maybe horses and stuff. So now we cut back to the pets and Chance is just ripping up this old leather boot, pulling out the string. You gotta be... Mm, they're just so dangerous with shoestrings. You know, that dog could eat it. It could get stuck in its... Oh, it's just... No. Sassy's like, oh, it's so hard for a lady to keep clean here. So, Kate is writing a couple little quick notes to Frank. Um, I did screenshot them so I can read them. The first part says... Thank... Thanks for... Feeding the animals as usual. The old dog seems real homesick. So I took him and the other two into town a few times. They love the ride. 
if you feel like it, take them with you sometimes. Thank you. Of course, that part of the letter gets, you know, she puts it, like, under a, like, just under a bucket to hold the, they're, like, from a memo pad. Or, like, little quick notes. And, of course, the top part of it. So, all the guy is going to see when he comes in is I've taken him and the other two. That guy is going to get there, realize the animals aren't there. Because coming up, Shadow makes the decision. Something's wrong. Something's really wrong. He should have been back by now. And he's not... And if Peter can't get to me, then I'm going to go to him. And, of course, Kate locks the gate so they can't get out. Or at least she thinks they can't get out. Shadow sees a stump that is right up against where the fence is. Jumps on it. Jumps over the fence. And, of course, Sassy's like, well, wait. What if they come back looking? Come back here looking for us? And Shadow's like, it's time to go, Sassy. And... Of course, Chancellor, look, I'm going to stay here, okay? I'm just staying here. And he, when he sees Kate lock that gate, Chance immediately, I swear he's got like PTSD from being, you know, locked in a, a cage, probably at, you know, the animal shelter and stuff like that. And because he, he starts pacing, he's like, oh my gosh, this is just like it was before. Ugh. First, before we get to all that, <laughs> we go back to Chance chewing on that disgusting leather shoe. And this is where Shadow's like, gosh, Peter should be back by now. I don't know what's going on. What's holding him up? And Chance is like, hey, Pops, chew on this old leather shoe. And I love Sassy like, ugh, do you have any idea where that's been? And Chance is like, yeah. Here, have some. She's like, I'm not into leather, thank you. Yeah, she says, hey boys, I'll be back in a, guys, I'll be back in a couple days. Because she's got the horse trailer already loaded up to her truck. And immediately, as soon as Chance sees the truck and sees her, he immediately assumes, yay, we're going on a car ride. She slams that door. Do you hear that? That sound of that gate. And she's like, no, 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 not this time. I really wish we could have gotten those scenes in the theatrical trailer with her taking them for a ride in the back of the truck. She says, bye-bye, be good. Frank will be by to feed you later. And that's where Shadow immediately is like, something doesn't smell right here. And Sassy's like, where is she? Yeah, it's like, really, where is she going? Yeah, when Shadow's like, something doesn't smell right, and Sassy's concerned, she's like, well, what do you think it is? And he's like, I don't know, but it's just, something's wrong. Yeah, and Chance immediately starts walking away from the case, like, locked in. I hate being locked in. This is just like it was at the pound. And Sassy's like, Chance, calm down. And Chance is just like, hey, you two pampered pets don't get this, Okay. I've been in the pound. Don't tell me there's no pound. Chance even says the pound is where uh, people put you when they don't want you anymore. And, and even Shadow's like, oh, don't listen to him, sassy. He's just making it up to scare you. And that's where uh, Chance is like, 
YouTube pam- pampered pets have not been out on the streets, all right? I've been to the pound. Don't tell me there's no pound. And even Shadow was pacing on the porch. He's like, no, no, this isn't right. They've been gone. They've been gone longer than they they should have. And even Sassy's like, you're right, Shadow. They have been gone longer than they should have. And Chance is all like, yeah, they love you and they dump you. And Shadow is like, no, not Peter. He wouldn't do that. And yeah, Shadow's like, something is keeping Peter from coming to me, so I'm going to go to him. And Chance is like, oh, she locked the gate, remember? And this is where Shadow sees that stump that is up against that fence. And he looks at it and he sees, like, basically all he's got to do is jump onto that stump and over the fence and he's out. And he says, I don't care about gates. I'm going home. And even Sexy's like, (laughs) Shadow, you're crazy. Who's going to feed you? course the whole like who will feed you no she's got more concerns that makes sense like it's too far you don't know the way shadow wait a minute what if they come back here looking for us and i love how shadow like turns and looks just over his shoulder at sassy yeah that's where shadow says i'm going home sassy okay and of course sassy follows shadow and then Chance is like, hey, you're not going to make it out there on the road. That's why they catch you and take you to the pound. And he's like, I'm staying right here. And of course, here we go with, um, old giant turkey. He's like, uh, you know what? On second thought, I think I'm going to come with you guys. And he like jumps onto that stump and jumps over the fence. I could never, because on VHS, you don't have subtitles. I could never remember understand what Chance was saying. I understood the chicken part as he dashed through that group of chickens, but he calls them chicken broads. Hey, chicken broads, coming through! (laughs) So one thing that Shadow does get wrong is he says home is just over that mountain. Well, that's not wrong. The wrong part of we'll be there before dark. Um, I don't even since he's like, how can you be sure it took us ages to get here? Yeah, and she's like, how do you figure? It took us ages to get this far. And he's like, well, that was the long way. We're going to take the shortcut straight up and over. Just go over the mountain. Bing, bang, boom. We're there. It's going to be a lot more than that. I love how Chance is like, hey, guys, wait up. Hey, guys, wait up. Here I am. (laughs) And Shadow's like, I thought you were going to stay, pup. And... Chance is like, oh, well, I thought I'd come along, you know, in case you two needed protection. I love how Chance is trying to be such a tough guy. <laughs> and Shadow is straight with him. He's like, this isn't a game, pup. If you're going to come along, you're going to have to. Uh... Oh, <laughs> this is where Sassy is like, oh, my hero. I guess I'm going to have to stare at your butt the whole way. <laughs> oh, my God. No, she wasn't laughing when she said it, but <laughs> I always laughed at that. But no, when Shadow tells Chance, like, this isn't a game, it's like, no, it's not. This is very serious. I think that's later as they get, as they are continuing to move on. It's like, no, I mean, Chance, of course, he's just, he's a young pup with a lot of energy. And eventually that energy and enthusiasm, that's going to burn out. Like, you can't keep going on that that rush of uh, energy without like 
And, of course, you know Chance is narrating this, so he says, And so began the most perilous journey of our lives. So he's pretty much, this has already happened when the the movie, you know, as Chance is narrating, this is him looking back, basically, on what happened. Then we cut to Peter in school, and the, the teacher's talking about how the Sierras extend over 250 miles north and south. So I'm just kind of wondering if that is the terrain and the amount of miles that Chance and Sassy and Shadow are all going to have to travel. Now if we go back and think, remember when Laura's mother was saying, like, Laura's friend Kate has a ranch up near Bishop, which is a city in California, so located near the end of the Owens Valley at an elevation of 4,150 feet. The city was named after Bishop Creek, flowing out of Sierra, Nevada. Okay, so as she's saying the Sierras, so okay, 250 miles, got you. So that almost is, I'm guessing, how far they maybe got to travel. So I like how this kind of coincides. Honestly, as a kid, I didn't make that connection of the amount of travel that Shadow Sassy and Chance will all be doing. But, I mean, I I like this cut to it. It's, it's, yeah. Like, they got a long way to go. It's not just up and over the mountain and there's the house. I mean, Shadow's a smart dog, don't get me wrong, but sometimes, you know, his, his senses are a little, just a little off. He's got the point, right idea. It's just, it's going to be a lot longer than that. And she says 50 miles north. Let me see, north, uh, east and west. And then also, he's talking about a mountain range as well. I'm like, okay. Second largest mountain range. We see Peter is drawing a beautiful picture of Shadow in his notebook. Now, mind you, the kids are in school. Um... Like I said, I'm trying to remember, like, what time of year this would be. It's not like it's snowing anywhere. It's not like it's hot, hot summer heat because the kids are in school. Well, actually, now that I think about it, towards the end of the movie, Jamie is putting on a play and he's holding a pumpkin. So that's going to be, like, somewhere in, like, October or something. But mind you, it's like... The dogs eventually are gonna get thirsty because Shadow is already panting. It's like they're clearly gonna have to find fresh water. Not to mention, it's like, well, how are they gonna eat? They're gonna have to, you know, kill something or whatever to um, be able to feed themselves or you know, fish or, or however. Of course, we hear Sassy complain. Oh, oops! I broke a nail. I broke a nail. I don't think those ter- that terrain is really fit for a house cat. <laughs> I don't think so. I love how Chance was like, hey, I think little Miss Furball here needs a rest. And Shadow stops and looks at Chance like, oh, what, what's the problem here, Chance? Too much for a tough guy like you? And Chance is like, what are you talking about? I'm just sick of hearing her whine. And Shadow's like, we're almost there, sassy. Because she's complaining about how the ground isn't nearly soft enough. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to get any better. The train is going to probably get a lot more rockier because they got to go up that mountainside. We're talking sharp rocks, a lot of dirt, a lot of slick surfaces. So now we cut back to Kate's ranch, her farm. 
the guy Frank is there looking for the dogs and cat. So Frank goes into the barn and he sees the first half of the letter, but not the second half, where it says, I've taken the old, the old dog seems real homesick, so I've taken him and the other two. And that's where the note cuts off because it continues on the part that is under, and he even looks underneath, you know, that table or wherever, like, well, where, there's got to be more to this letter. And he's like, Taking dogs and a cat on a stock drive? You gotta be kidding me. And then we hear the horse's neighing. It's like, all right, all right, I know you're hungry. Yeah, because when she says, I've taken him and the other two, and that's where Frank is like, taking him where? A cat on a stock drive? You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I like to see how that would work. I've never been on a stock drive, but I'm pretty sure a cat is not gonna wanna be doing that. What's it gonna do? Ride onto the horse's back? <sighs> Hop from horse to horse. Well, I've laid here long enough. Let's see this one over here. <laughs> oh, apparently that was a donkey brain. That wasn't a horse because the subtitles say donkey brain. And Frank's like, all right, all right. I know you're hungry. One thing I am curious about is the fact that Frank has ne- probably never met the dogs and cat. Why couldn't Kate, in the amount of time that she had before her trip, said, hey, Frank, look. Since you're going to be watching three new animals, they've never met you before. Why don't you come on over? You can meet the animals. They can get used to you. They can get familiar with your scent. So that way when you come over, it's not like a complete stranger. And then, and then again, I mean, like I said, they've been uprooted from their home. They're in a new place with the person they just met. And she's leaving. And then now... Here comes Frank, who, if they haven't met him, they're like, oh, here's another person we don't know. Like, that's going to confuse them even more. So we're getting to a, a hill, or and Sassy's complaining, like, oh, I want to be home where the tallest thing I have to climb is a bookshelf. I honestly love how confident Shadow is. Or he's like, stops just ahead, you'll be able to see our house from there. So Chance is like, hey, don't worry about me. Look, I'll be happy to put this place behind me. First of all, there's way too many new smells to learn. And I don't know about you, but I'm running on empty. As in, because he's probably marking all these spots, putting his scent on them. If heaven forbid any other dogs out there just happened upon the spot, they're like, oh, well, another dog was here. (laughs) But yeah, he's probably running empty on reserves it's like well because you're probably running out of liquid in your body you gotta probably uh, probably gotta be parched eventually you need to uh, refill on your water well this is where he says i got about 10 million trees to mark and i don't know about you but i'm running on empty so yeah they make it to the top and you just hear sassy go oh shadow and even chance like whoa you can see everything from up here. But then he, Chance adds, except the house. I don't see the house. Shadow, where's the house? And, of course, Sassy's like, well, thank you, Shadow. This has been a, simply a divine vacation. But I think I'll sit here and wait for the bus. And Shadow just doesn't say, he's like, okay. So he just starts going down. You know, the little hill, mountainside, whatever you want to call it. And, of course, Chance is like, well, wait, Shadow, where are you going? Sassy, where's Shadow going? And Shadow turns to him and like, hey, look, I told you, I'm going home. Peter might be in trouble. And Chance, you know, throws back with, 
Look around. We're in trouble. Home's not that way. Can't you smell straight? And of course, Shadow says, I have a sixth sense. I know home's that way. You'll eventually get that sixth sense. And Sassy, this is, I don't think this is the first time they remark. I mean, I know Chance like jokes about, oh, old man or old dog. But Sassy is the one. And this, I remember this was kind of concerning to me where she said, Shadow, you're not as young as you used to be. It's like, how do you know that you're even going to be able to make it? But I love how Shadow's determination, he's just going to push through. He doesn't care, you know, what he has to go through physically, mentally. It's like that determination to get to his boy is like, I don't care what I got to face. Like, bring it, like, bring it on. I got to get to my boy. And nothing and nobody's going to stand in my way. That is love right there, everybody. That is love. That is dedication from a dog. After Sassy says, Shadow, you're not as young as you used to be. And and chances are, look, look, you're not going to go this alone, all right? Look, I'll be your guard dog, okay? And Shadow looks at Chance like, hey, this isn't a game, okay? If you're going to come along, you have to keep up. And Chance is like, I love how Chance, it's almost like he's puffing out his chest like, hey, don't worry about me, I got this stuff, it's you, I'm worried about old man. <laughs> I love how Sassy's like, what, you're just going to leave, you're just going to go and leave me here? I love how Shadow looks over his shoulder at Sassy's like, you wait for that bus, you'll do fine. And Chance is like, yeah, hey, we'll send you a dead bird when we get there. And she's like, yeah, I prefer to do my own shopping. Shadow's like, au revoir, sassy. <laughs> Middle of his fancy pants. <laughs> so Sassy's going down um, that rugged, rocky terrain, which I can't imagine that would be good on a cat's paws. She's saying, oh, I can't believe I'm like, agreeing to follow these. She says misguided, irresponsible I, th- I always thought she said leg lifters because, you know, they're male dogs. She says plague, canine plague lifters. What does that mean? That doesn't, I, I don't know what that means. I always assumed because, you know, lack of subtitles that it was canine leg lifters because they're boy dogs and they lift their legs to, you know, mark stuff. I love we get, you know, Chance's narration and we see this overview shot of the animals just kind of you know, moving along the terrain. And Chance is saying how he gives, you know, that old man, there's more to that old dog than I gave him credit more for. And I was about ready, I was about to learn just how much credit this dog deserves. And Chance even says, you know, in that moment, I had to ad- admire his faith no matter where it would lead us. So basically Chance is like, well, I... I don't know. I mean, Shadow, you know, he's constantly making cracks about Shadow's age. And he's like, well, I don't know, you know, the way, but I'm trusting that, you know, you know what you're doing. I mean, you said that the house would be over this hill, this mountain, and well, we don't see the house, but all right. So Shadow, Chance, and Sassy are walking along, and Chance comes upon this, I mean, these turds are humongous. And just the way that the turds are just 
laid down. At first, I remember not knowing what it was when I saw it in the theater, just because of how the turds are positioned. And Chancellor's like, whoa, what made that? And Shadow just looks at him like, that's, you don't want to know. And of course, Chancellor's like, whoa, that's as big as sassy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, but at least it smells better. And I love Sassy's retort of, well, hey, at least I don't roll in it like some species. Or eat it for that matter. Ugh. That's the thing I've always thought was nasty about when I had a dog, um, that one dog I had at one point. As when I was a teenager, I had him for a short amount of time. And was, dogs that eat their poop. Or eat any type of poop. It's just, it's gross. Ugh. So I was thinking, like, because I looked up bear poop, and I thought, well, maybe that could be bear poop, because it's pretty big. I mean, it's not like a Great Dane wandered into the woods and took a dump. <laughs> but the some of the pictures on here of, you know, bear poop, or scat, or whatever you want to call it, it looks about roughly the same size, so maybe it's a bear. I mean, they do mate a bear later on. In the movie. Because there's a lot of forest and woods that they have to get through. Oh my goodness. So Chance, of course, he's been shelt you know, been on the streets. He's been in the pound. He's, let's just say, Chad. I almost called him Chad. I don't know why. Chance! <laughs> Has, um, I guess, kind of a sheltered and not sheltered life. I mean, living on the streets and whatnot. But then... He's never been in the forest, so everything around him is new. And he's young, so he's wanting to, like, experience all of this. So he's, like, barking at a raccoon. And I love how Sassy's like, oh, yeah, like, if you yap at it, it's going to come down and ask you to eat it. <laughs> You're pitiful, Chance. And then Chance finds a hollowed-out log. Oh, like, oh, wow, what's that smell? That smells interesting. And all of a sudden you hear this thump sound, and he backs away. Because <laughs> he's basically putting his head in a in a log hole, and it's dark and everything. And as soon as he vacates it, out pops a skunk. I'm like, he is so lucky he didn't get sprayed by a skunk. That could have been... Ugh. I mean, if we think that skunk smell is really bad, can you imagine Shadow and Sassy having to put up with that stench? Woo! So, Chance is just flying high on energy. He's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know anything could smell so much. Like, Shadow, you want to go have some fun? You go stick your head in that hole. And I like Shadow. It's like, oh, you pup, you need to pace yourself. We've got a long way to go. And Chance is just, like, burning this energy. He's like, I could go on for days. I have, he's got all this energy. Well, he's finally getting that energy out by, you know, on this journey, and then eventually you get to the point where he's like, ugh, I'm too, what's he say, I'm too pooped to poop. <laughs> like, well, because by that time it's already getting dark, and they've probably been going for hours. I mean, I think, honestly, a dog or a cat can travel longer than a human because, you know, they got four legs, we only got two. I mean, if they got to stop for the bathroom, they just go. They don't got to find a restroom somewhere. I mean, if you're really desperate and there's no place to go and you're, like, out in the middle of the woods, I say do it. If you got to go, you got to go. That's just it. You're not waiting. 
to release a load until you find a restroom somewhere or Mickey D's. And like, can I use your bathroom? Well, you have to buy something first. I don't think that McDonald's doesn't do that. But when I go into a gas station to use their bathroom, I usually will buy something. Because it's just like, well, I'm using your establishment. I guess I should buy something from you. So, yeah, it looks like a storm is overhead. Or so you hear that thunder. It's like, well, it's off in the distance. And Shadow's like, just sleep. All right, just go to sleep. And Chance is like, can't sleep. Too tired to sleep. Sassy is up, like, on a fallen, you know, log that's, like, propped up on a tree. Then all of a sudden they're just kind of like, they're in the woods, it's at night. I mean, I don't know how good a dog's vision is at night, but a cat's vision I think is pretty good, too. But they start hearing all these sounds. You know, they're used to being, you know, inside in a house or out in the backyard. They're not used to hearing an owl or a moose, which totally freaks out. It's like, oh my gosh, a moose! What's a moose? And Shadow, and I don't know how Shadow knows what a moose is. Because I don't think he's come in contact with one. But maybe, you know, he heard Peter studying uh, a unit in school on you know, wild animals, mooses and whatnot. So you see, it's like, it's a big animal, and it's got, like, razor-sharp teeth. And, of course, Sassy's concerns, well, mooses can't climb trees, can they? And Shadow says, they don't have to. Like, they're so tall, they can reach all the way to the top. Like, you're better on the ground with us. And Sassy is like, me? Sassy? sleep in the dirt and then you still hear that moose sound and finally she's like all right so it turns out yeah she did sleep on the ground by shadow and chance in the morning chance is like oh look who's down in the dirt with the dogs morning honey and starts licking her face she's like oh dog breath <laughs> i love how chance uh shadow comes up like hey wake up you guys I found breakfast, and of course Chance, like I said, I've been living on the street, probably been eating garbage. He's like, oh, great, I hope it's garbage. And Shadow's like, nope, it's even better. And they wind up at the stream that turns into a river and then has a waterfall, but we'll get to that. I love, honestly, going back to the nighttime, Shadow is just trying to be the referee between Sassy and Chance's, you know, insult throwing at each other and chance is like oh my gosh what's that i don't like it it's spooky oh what sleep in the woods at dark in the, in the woods like that this you're out in the open you don't have any covering really except for the trees you don't know what's out there it could be a bear or a moose or some other woodland creature that could propose a problem to your safety and Sassy's like, oh, Freddy cat, I mean dog. And Shadow's like, oh, can you please both just go to sleep? Please. But yeah, we do see an owl. We see a snake slithering through the grass. Just all these things moving around at night you wouldn't see in the daytime. Oh, there's the sun. This is weird. It was dark and stormy a minute ago when I looked out the window. And all of a sudden, the sun has broken through. And it's nice because I can't remember the last time. It feels like forever when I saw the sun, even though it was probably a few days ago. But anyway. And she's just, you know, he's like a little kid, like, 
after the lights go out at night and you're supposed like, what's in the closet? Why does my coat rack look like a monster? Why does my dresser look like whatever, you know? <laughs> it's the thing. Things in the dark can take on different forms. And especially as a kid, <coughs> your imagination's running wild. <coughs> Excuse me. So, he just, like, kept saying, like, there's something out there. There's something out there. What do I do? What do I do? And, of course, that's... Because they're hearing that that noise of a moose. And Shadow's like, it's a moose. And Shadow's like, oh, it's a moose. What's a moose? And that's where Shadow says it's a big, tall, razor-toothed animal that comes out at night to eat the tails off smaller animals. It almost sounds like an older man, like, telling kids a ghost story around a campfire. Like, we're in the dark, let's tell a spooky story. And that's where Sassy's like, but mooses can't climb trees, right? And Shadow's like, oh, they don't have to. They can reach all the way to the top. That's why you're better here on the ground with us. And Sassy, of course, Miss Prim and Proper is all like, me? Sassy? Sleep in the dirt? After uh, Shadow tells Chance and Sassy, like, what a moose is, you know, razor shoot sharp tooth animal. I love how Chance was laying down jumps like, ah, ah, I mean I'll protect you. <laughs> As it goes over to Shadow like, you're not protecting anybody, buddy. <laughs> Little guy. <laughs> I like, yeah, it's like Chance is scared but he's trying to be brave. Like, oh, don't. He doesn't want that image to like, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a street dog and everything. I've seen it all. <laughs> he doesn't want to drop that facade of, oh, I'm actually a big old scaredy dog. <laughs> so yeah, in the morning when Shadow says, hey, I found our breakfast, and Sassy's like, with you two gourmets, I can just imagine. And here, of course, we get a fat joke, because it's like the 90s, and they were just plentiful with fat jokes on TV shows and movies. Like, hey, fine, Sassy, you can stay here and diet. And she's like, what, are you calling me fat? And of course, Chance is like, of course not for a hippopotamus. And this is where we see Chance, or the dog, run into that little pine tree. It's like, oh, I meant to do that. Uh-huh, yeah, serves you right. That's that karma, I'm telling you, that's that karma. Okay, actually, I, no, and I'm, no, I would jump way ahead thinking that's this is where the waterfall, and like, no, this is where the bear happens. Because Chance is looking, trying to get a fish. And he's like, Shadow, where'd you get one of those? And Shadow's looking at his fish, and he's like, oh, sassy. And, of course, Chance knows what he has to say to get Sassy's help. She's like, say it first. He's like, can't oh, control. She's like, I can't hear you. <laughs> he says, cats rule and dogs drool. Are you happy now? <laughs> and she's look, you know, just and these fish are literally as long as sassy. They are big fish. So she takes one, hooks one with her paw, and tosses it onto the ground. And Chance starts going after the fish, and it's still flopping around. And of course, he <laughs> makes his way all the way over to a couple of black bear cubs. And Shadow Amini is like, uh, you need to leave that fish and let them have it. And <laughs> Chance is like, oh, no, no, no. You need, y'all need to back off. And this is my fish. But he says, hey, go steal some porridge. 
And he barks at the two bear cubs, and they run, climb up a tree, and then, of course, they're calling for their mama bear, who comes out of the woods, and she is all ready to throw down. Like, how dare you spook my babies? And Shadow's like, Chance, you need to get over here. You're like, you're not going toe-to-toe. I mean, Old Yeller might have done it, but this is not Old Yeller. This is Chance, (laughs) who's... Street smart in some ways and sheltered in others. He and he is a young pup. He is not gonna be capable of taking on a big old black bear. Oh, I'm sorry, that okay, so it looked like the cubs, if you could even call them that, they're huge, were little black bears. But the bear that comes out of the woods is a full on brown bear. I love it. And also before she comes out the mother bear, or if you want to call her, that comes out of the woods, Chance is, like, talking all this kind of smack, like, oh, you, do you see that? I smoked them. They were gone. <laughs> like, Chance has got that kind of power. Like, eh, those bears, if they wanted to, could have taken him down. So, the, yeah, this is the waterfall situation where Shadow's like, I guess we don't have any other choice but to cross this. We can't, there's no way to get around it. So we go to <laughs> Chance is sulking. You know, his life flashed before his eyes. <laughs> they encounter with a giant bear. And Sassy, they make it easier. She's like, Chance, wake up. The bear could have eaten you. Do you know how painful that would have been for the bear? And he's like, oh, go hawk up a hairball. So... Shadow delivers the bed and is like, guys, I'm sorry. It looks like we're going to have to cross here. And Sassy being a cat, cats don't like to get wet. That's just, cats don't like to get wet. They're, they, they're not about the water. And she's like, well, I don't see a bridge here. Where are the stepping stones? So, right away I can see why people would probably have a problem with Shadow saying, Oh, Sassy, come on. It's gentle here. You can just swim across. And Sassy's like, Well, I don't have well, I don't have to swim. I have a note. And I was just kind of thinking, like, what does that mean? Like, when kids are afraid of water, like, Oh, I can't swim. I have a note from my parent or doctor saying I can't. So I, I think that's what she means by I have a note. So, but Shadow's like, Oh, come on. It's fun to swim. It's like... You've been around Sassy for a while, Shadow. You've never been to any situation with any type of water, kiddie pools, or bats, or anything. She's not going to be into that. So I really don't like they're like trying to like, oh, don't worry, Sassy, it'll be fine. And both, I mean, Chance and Shadow take the water. You know, they're dogs. And Sassy's like, oh, Chance, you know how to swim? And Chance is like, well, yeah, I'm a champion dog paddler. And he jumps in, and he's all like, ooh, that's cold. Well, it probably is. Like I said, I mean, this has probably got to be, like, what, late September, October? That water ain't going to be warm. That ain't going to be, like, July, June, August water. And he's like, oh, you'll be fine, Shadow tells her. And he gets into the water like, oh, come on, you two. And Chance is like, oh, don't be such a sissy, sassy. So when Chance like, oh, you'll be fine, sassy, she's like, except for the water part. Again, with the subtitles, as a kid, I thought she said, except for the water park. So Shadow and Chance make it safely to the other side, and they're out of the water. 
And I don't know whether this is an innuendo to, I mean, if you've seen the, I think it's a Hamptons episode of Seinfeld with George and the, I was in the pool, I was in the pool, you know, shrunkage. Because Chance gets out of the water, he's like, oh my gosh, I think I shrank in there. And I'm thinking, I wouldn't have thought this at 10 or 11. Is that an innuendo for shrinkage? Yeah, Sassy's not having any of this. And she's like, meow. And she has like, don't make that noise, Sassy. I will come back and swim beside you. And Sassy's like, don't bother. I'll find my own way. And he's like, but the water just gets worse farther down. Sassy, come on. And she is grumbling to herself. Like, I can't believe what those two want me to do. Just so they can have the pleasure of my company. Like, she's, yeah, I get it. So, yeah, she does find some rocks to skip, and then there's, a, a like, two logs that are, like, leaning up against each other, like, arched. And they're like, oh, my gosh, look at her go. Okay, good girl, sassy. And she's like, never better. Like, this is going good. And then all of a sudden, I don't know whether it's, what do you think sassy weighs? Maybe 10 pounds? Who knows? I mean, Quinny here, she weighs... 12, 13 pounds, which she really should lose some weight. That's not a fat joke, by the way, Clendo. She's sleeping on the bed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the logs separate. I don't know whether it's her weight or something. Like, they're just gingerly leaning against each other. And, boom, she goes right into that water. And I can only imagine how traumatizing that has got to be, not for just a cat who hates water, but... For anyone who can't swim and is put into a situation, when we went, um, in 2011, we went down to Georgia, Jeremy and I went, uh, to, you know, for a family event, and we went white water rafting, and they go through all the rules, the protocol, the this, the that, but the moment it's like, your body is like, out of that raft, into that water, it's like, I lightly, like, slipped off, like, we hit, like, a rough patch, and I slipped off, and they say, whatever you do, when you hit the water, don't panic, and, of course, boom, that went all out the window, and I'm like, <laughs> luckily, I was pulled right back in, but it's just that sheer, that fear, like, yeah, I, I, I'm not really the best swimmer, I mean, there's a pool here at the hotel, I've been in it a couple times, I know to stay in the, like, the four-foot area because five feet would be almost not quite over my head that would be yeah because I'm only five foot two and if I can't swim I'm not going to go somewhere where it's up to my neck because that is getting a, a bit dangerous I know to stay in the shallow end but I can just imagine like the fear you know and you know, that river is really, like, he even, Shadow said, but the water gets worse farther down. You're not going to want to go any farther. But the current just takes her away, and Shadow jumps into the water. And Chance, I don't know what whether he had gotten up, you know, went up the hill that's kind of going up from the water, from the river there. And he he's running, like, I'll save you, Sassy. And they both jump in. But that current is just so strong. And Sassy's just so, like, 10-pound cat. That current just carries her. 
And Shadow's like, sassy, sassy, swim, sassy, swim. Hold your head above the water. And you just see this cat, like, like just holding, you know, keeping her mouth shut. And and the cat is just crying. And it's just, oh, my God, my heart is just breaking. And it's like, no, sassy, no. And I thought, oh, my God, sassy's dead. And I'm like, she went over the waterfall. And oh, my God. I've seen the movie a hundred, but it still gets me every time. This poor cat in the water. Oh my god, I'm crying. I'm sorry. I just that scene with Sassy in the in the water. <laughs> I know that she makes it. I know that she does, but it's just that poor cat going round, It's like Shadow's trying to save her. And he's telling her, "Swim, Sassy, swim hard. Come on." It's like she's fighting against a current. She's a little cat. She's like 10 pounds. She's not going to fight against the river and try to swim. It's like that current is just... And she goes over the waterfall. And Shadow feels so horrible. And I'm crying because I know I'm going to do that a lot in this movie. Because <laughs> there are a lot of scenes that I cry in. So we cut to Shadow in the water just helpless. Like, oh no. And you see Chance running down and he jumps off a rock into the water. He's like, did you find her? Where is she? And Shadow's like, no, she might have swam farther down. Let's let's keep looking. We gotta keep looking. And I just, that I, you know, just Shadow, just the realization, like, Sassy could be dead. She could be gone. Just, no. Yeah. And Shadow even thinks, like, hey, let's, let's keep looking. She may have made it to the other side. And both of them are looking where the waterfall is and just going, it's like, and Chance is like, I don't see her, Shadow, do you? And Shadow's like, no, it swallowed her up. The odds are we know that later on she does get washed ashore along the rocks. And now, I mean, Shadow is feeling all this guilt as he's just, you know, looking off in the distance, he's just sitting there, and he's like, I, I shouldn't have made her come. And she is like, it's not your fault. She wanted to come. And, of course, Shadow starts saying, but I had a responsibility to Sassy and to you. Just like I have a responsibility to Peter. Yeah, and Shadow's going on about saying how, you know, I had a responsibility to Sassy to love her and protect her just the same as I have to Peter and to you and how you have to Jamie. And Chance doesn't get it. You know, he's like, but he didn't ask for this job. And Shadow tells him, we didn't have to. It's built in. Ever since the dawn of time, when a few, you know, wolves decided to, you know, take it upon themselves to watch over man. And I love how Chance is just seeing Shadow sitting so regally, so regal and wise, and just, you know, Chance, yeah, he, he makes jokes like calling Shadow like an old man and this and that, and but he really is starting to learn to respect Shadow and and learn from him. It's like, you know, Shadow's only around for so long, and it's just, oh my god, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I like that 
Shadow says, I had a responsibility to Sassy. Just the same as I have to you and to Peter and you have to Jamie. It's like, that's just a dog's role. All a dog ever wants is to be loved. And Shadow starts talking about, you know, when a few young dogs or wolves took it upon themselves to watch over man, to protect him when he's in danger, to run and play with him when he's happy, to nuzzle him when he's lonely. And I love how Shadow says, and that's why they call us man's best friend. And I love Chance's narration here. He says, looking at him that night, he looks so wise and so ancient. You know, he's ta- ancient. He's talking to, about Shadow and how he looked like the first dog that ever walked the earth. I hope that one day I can be like him. So... In the next scene, Shadow realizes, like, we can't stay here. We need to keep moving. Sassy would want us to keep going. So Shadow goes out there, and it's almost like he, he's saying goodbye to Sassy. It's almost like, to him, like, that's her bar- that's her funeral. Like, as he says, I'll miss you, Sassy. And Shadow does look like he's wet. Like, maybe he did try to go into the water, like, down below and try to, to find her and he still he can't find her so he's like okay we need to keep going you know this is tragic what happened to sassy but she would want us to keep going and get home so we meet this guy who looks like i mean he's just living the good life out in the woods he's got a nice little cabin we're gonna find out and he's tracking the bald eagle he's you know writing in his his journal like all right third sighting in four months and he's like calling the eagle because he's watching him with his binoculars like you're the master of the sky you're the boss like just amazing i mean this guy yeah he's retired he's basically it seems like he's living off the grid so he packs his stuff he gets ready to go and he sees something on the rocks that doesn't look right. He's like, what's that? And he goes down. I was like, yeah, well, he bends down for a closer look. It's like, oh, you poor thing. Why did you get way out here? And he lifts her up. And we hear this pitiful, Meow. and he's like, you're alive? And, and he takes her back to his his cabin off the grid. I mean, this guy is clearly like, he's retired. He's like, that's it. I'm retiring. I'm taking all my money. I'm going to build a cabin. Uh, I'm going to be off the grid. I'm just going to be, he's doing, he's living his life. He's retired. He's, you know, following the, the eagle. You know, he's going on his nature walks. He's even got, you know, a goat for milk. Because he gives, you know, Sassy some milk. And, you know, he's cleaning her up. You know, probably gave her a bath and everything. And I love because we see her, like, you know, he's dabbing at her eye, you know, cleaning her up. Because, you know, she went through the ringer and that water has got to be so bad on her fur. Like, oh my god. At first it's like, in the movie, at, at first I couldn't tell, like, what is he looking at? Because her fur looks really muddled and it almost looks like moss on rocks. Because that's what he's staring at. So she basically washed up, you know, on the rocks there. But... And he's just 
I love how when he's, you know, helping clean her up and everything, she's opening her eyes and just wondering, you know, where am I? And his, she's got them beautiful, beautiful sapphire eyes, beautiful. And I love how he's like sweet talking to her, like, what's a classy dame like you doing out here in the sticks? It's like, yeah, I mean, like I said, he's living off the grid. He's not going to see a Himalayan cat just wandering around out in the woods. So he definitely looks like a hunter. We do see deer antlers on the outside of his cabin. It's really, it's a, it's a nice, you know, small cabin, you know, just for him. There's like three deer hanging outside. And of course, it's like right on the edge of the forest where his cabin is. And also, it looks like a lot of like marsh water, kind of like uh, he's right up next to a little marsh wetlands. So Sassy, she's just, she's been through an ordeal. She's been through the ringer. And she's, you know, finally coming to, and she's like, Shadow, Chance. And the guy's just saying, you know, we're going to get you some rest and get you all cleaned up and, you know, get you some food. You know, and Sassy is very lucky that this man found her. I mean, she could have, she could have been food for another animal. Just, it, he got her out of a really bad situation. So at least this way she can rest, she can recoup, she can build her strength up for what comes next. Because you know she's not going to live with that man forever. There, This is another one where there's an added scene. Because we don't see, I don't think we see the goat that he has that, you know, he gets his milk from. Because it's like, here, here's some goat milk. And, of course, she starts drinking it. She's like, wait a minute. This isn't low fat, but it is pretty good. <laughs> She's like, like, sweetie, you need... I, I know I've heard the myth about, you know, cats and milk. Like, oh, you give a cat... You know, in the pictures, like, oh, or paintings and drawings and children's books of, like, the 50s and 60s. You always see, like, cats drawn, you know, kittens drinking milk out of a bowl. When, <clears throat> really... That is not a good thing. Uh, milk can cause diarrhea in cats. But then again, as a kid with kittens on the farm, I probably made the mistake thinking, oh yeah, just give them some milk. Like, eh, it's gonna have an effect on their system. Not in a good way. Guys, no one likes diarrhea. Nobody likes diarrhea. I don't know anyone that likes diarrhea. Alright, so let's go back to Chance and Shadow. Chance is barking at a bird that takes off in flight. And Shadow's like, Chance, you will never catch anything that way. He's like, I can't help it, I'm starving. And Shadow's like, I'm starving too, but again, your method isn't working. So they find a rabbit. And it's like, okay, this is your last chance. Chance. It's like, okay. And Shadow's coaching him through. It's like, okay, don't just leap in there. When I say go, go. And Chance takes that go as jump in there. And of course, they're chasing this rabbit. And Chance is like, oh, I hate fast food because it gets away. And <laughs> she's like, okay, give me one more chance. And or give me one last chance, and Shadow's like, that was your last, your second chance, chance. 
<laughs> so of course now they're gonna go back to the water stream where there could be fish and of course chance is doing the i don't want it method like how did sassy do this let me see and then of course dunks his face in he gets a little uh, like a little crab or something uh crawfish on the corner of his lip and it's like ah! <laughs> he's like i don't want it i don't want it and he's just there with the thing hanging from his lip and Shadow, this is his laugh riot for Shadow. Like, oh, Sassy would love to see. Oh, you know she would be making so many jokes. Actually, she'd probably be eating that crawfish, I bet. Like, ooh, crawfish. I, yeah, I love when Shadow is just, he's trying to be, he's trying to be patient with Chance. It's like, Chance, you have to be patient. <laughs> Stop barking. You're going to scare everything away. And that's where they come upon the rabbit. And Shadow's like, okay, do not move until I tell you. Until they give you the word go. And Chance is like, what? Go! And Chance just takes that as, okay. Like, nope. No, 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 no. There goes the pup. There goes breakfast. And Chance is like, oh, I hate fast food. And then we get to the crawfish scene. I honestly feel, I mean, yeah, Chance needs to learn these things. But I feel like if Chance, or Shadow told Chance, like, hey, you don't move. I will do this, okay? You can watch me, and you'll know for next time. Because I think that Shadow would have, really, his methods of just being patient, just wait. But then again, it's a rabbit. It's got hind feet. It's designed to run away in fear and, 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 and run. Alright, so Kate gets back from the horse winter grazing drive that she went on and Frank's there like hey how'd it go and Kate's like oh I just want to soak in a tub for forever <laughs> it seems like that trail gets longer every year so yeah even when Kate gets out of the truck before Frank even you know asks how things went she's like chance shadow sassy because she's going in there it's like well where are the animals they should be here in the gate or running around the farm and Frank's like well, how'd they take to it? And she's like, the horses? No, the dogs and cat. And she's like, Frank, you don't take pets on a stop drive? And he's like, I know, but your note said you'd taken them. And she runs over to the... And she gets a hold of, I guess, the wildlife ranger, forest ranger. And he's telling him, like, hey, look, there are a lot of predators out here. Bears, mountain lions, it's like, animals aren't gonna, you know, there's just a lot that, animals would not make it out here. He does say, you know, I will alert other, you know, the other staff members, and, you know, get the word out to be on the look for, you know, two dogs and a cat running around. But he's like, he kind of says the odds are not in their favor that they would be able to survive. There are too many... Things, you know, the elements of, you know, the weather and just predators. Just, yeah, the odds are really stacked against them. And Frank's even telling Kate, like, well, you did everything you can. Don't beat yourself up about it. And Kate's like, I haven't done everything. Because now she's got to call the Seaver family and say, I'm sorry. I, I, when I left, your pets were here and I come back and now all of a sudden they're gone. And I don't think it's uncommon for an animal 
to run off if they're staying with people they don't, and, and they're in a place they don't know. Yeah, I mean, you read stories about these cats that travel miles, dogs that travel miles to get to their owners. You know, and it's just, these stories are miraculous, but it's just, it's sad, you know, everything. There's a, a dog or a cat that after I don't know how many years somehow made it back to their family. And Kate feels heartbroken. It's like she promised, you know, she'd watch him. She just had to go on this little trip and Frank was going to, you know, stop by and watch him. And in that course of the time she left and before Frank got there, the animals, they were gone. They're like, we got to go. So now we get to the apartment, and, you know, like I said, it's probably San Francisco. And their kids are all, they're upset and they're crying. And I, like I said, I don't like Bob here. What he does is just further... My this example furthers my irritation for stepdad Bob. I mean, oh my! Imagine if you're the kids, you're put in a situation you don't want to be in. You're in a, you have to have your you know your pets to someone else to take care of, and then they get the call that says, "I'm sorry, but your pets ran away." Ugh. And that's to make you, you're miles and miles and miles away from where you left them. But Peter's like, hey, maybe we can go look for them. And Hope, who's also crying, she's like, really? And right away, Bob jumps in and was like, oh, I don't think we're going to be able to do that, guys. And Peter's like, well, why couldn't we look for them? And Bob's like, well, look, Peter, we all miss them. We're going to do everything we can to find them. But I think we need to be patient. And then Peter is like he, he he is like resilient. He says, "Well, we have to do something. We can't just sit here and do nothing." And Bob's like, "Peter, trying to find three animals and the pets in the wilderness is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. I think we need to be realistic." Oh, and Peter lashes out, and I'm like, I am applauding him. It's like somebody needs to say something to this man. Ugh. I get it in a way, yeah, you gotta be real. It's like you don't tell your kids that after they just received the news that their pets ran away. And, yeah, Peter lets him have it. It's like, good for you, Peter. Something, Someone needs to put Bob in his place. Bob's like, I think we need to be realistic. And Peter is like, I don't care what you think. I told you he'd think I abandoned him. It's like, yeah, but you made us come anyway. This is your fault. This is all your fault. And he takes off for his room. And Laura tries to call him back. It's like, yeah, this didn't need to happen. He could have went to the job on his own for three to six months or however long this, whatever this is supposed to be, internship or, I, I don't know. He's like a professor at a college or something. It's like, no, he could have went by himself for three to six months. He did not have to pull those kids out of school and put them in a new school for the next three to six months. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's like, yeah, because of him, they had to go put the pets somewhere, like I said, they're not familiar with. They don't know Kate. They don't know the area. And, they, you know, he created this situation. But the fact that he comes out like, well, I think we need to be realistic. No, I think you need to shut your mouth. Bob, that's what I think. You're not helping the situation. 
And it almost feels like Peter has just been piling all these thoughts in his head from, like, since his mom met Bob and brought him into the family and the wedding. And just all these uh, feelings and stuff. It's like, he finally explodes. Like, I gotta get this out. And it's like, that was the last straw. That was the last straw. So, yeah, look, Peter, <laughs> yeah, he ran off to his room. So, now we're at the university, and the secretary, or whoever, teacher, I don't know who she is, comes into Bob's office and says, Professor, they're waiting for you. And Bob is so busy, like, working on something on his computer, and he's like, who? And she's like, uh, Dean Maxwell and the grant committee? Which is probably the whole reason why he's there to begin with. And turns out he was creating a reward poster for, you know, the pets. For Shadow and Chance and Sassy. Which is good. It shows that, you know, he cares. But why did Peter exploding have to be the thing that, you know, puts this whole reward poster thing into motion? And just looking at this thing print out on this old 90s printer with the, like, perforation things you gotta rip off on the side. Like, oh, we have come so far in technology. That... <laughs> so, yeah, Bob's like, hey, can you have, like, 50 of these reward posters? No, 100 of them printed up. Wow, oh, this uh, reward poster is very basic. Of course, it's white. It's got, like, gray font that says Lost Pets Reward. So it says Lost Pets on the top above the photo, and then below it, it says Reward. It doesn't say anything about how much the reward is, which usually when you're creating a reward poster, you don't want to put the amount on there. Just leave it up to the imagination of the people. So now we kind of go from Shadow and Chance, you know, they're starving and they're not finding food. And Chance is saying how when he gets back home, he's going to raid the garbage can snout first. And Shadow's concern is just, I just want to see Peter. That's all I want. I mean, yes, I'm hungry, but the main goal is getting to Peter. So now we're going to go back to Sassy and the retired off the grid cabin man. So yeah, Sassy comes too, and she's like, oh, I'm with strangers, and it looks like something a dog dragged in, and she starts grooming herself, and the cabin man says, oh, I'll just call him the nature man. So the nature man's like, oh, wow, you're awake. So he's like, hey, do you think you keep some milk down? So he gives her a pan of milk, and as soon as she starts drinking, it's like, wait a minute, this isn't low-fat milk, but whatever, I'll drink it anyway. And then she's even like, is that my sixth wife? When she comes to. You know what? I'll just say it was my fourth. Oh my gosh. How many attempts have there been on Sexy's life? Well, cats have nine lives. Right, Quinnels? Is that true? Cats have nine lives? She's like, no comment. So yeah, we cut back to Shadow and Chance, and they're talking about hot dogs. Like, hey, you remember hot dogs? And it's like one of those things where you're just, like, making conversation. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember hot dogs. And Chance like, you know, I really don't think they're made out of dog. And Shadow says, you know, I don't think they're made of meat. And Chance is like, you know, they taste the best when they fall in the dirt. And Shadow's like, oh, yeah. 
Now, the boys here are going to have their own little predicament because somebody or something is watching them. It's a mountain lion. Remember that forest ranger said bears and mountain lions, serious predators? Yeah. So, Shadow's going to try to get a fish. And apparently Chance is just there to watch, like keep an eye out, make sure, you know, we don't want another bear situation. And Chance is like, uh, he sees that mountain lion out of the corner of his eye. He's like, uh, Shadow, Shadow. And he starts screaming for Shadow. And Shadow doesn't, he's like, Pup, what do you want? Ugh, stop scaring the fish. So he goes, puts his face under the water again, hope to get a fish. And then the mountain lion that Chance saw is even closer. And Chance is like, Shadow, Shadow, Shadow. And Shadow's like, ugh, Pop, what do you want? You're scaring the fish. And he looks, and he sees that mountain lion, and the mountain lion roars at them, and it's like, run, go, go! So yeah, they're trying to outrun this mountain lion, and of course, remember the seesaw effect from the beginning with Chance and Sassy and the seesaw? How convenient that there is a boulder, a long strip of rock, uh, a flat rock against this boulder, just like the seesaw. So, Shadow's like, yeah, because as they're running away, it's like, the Chance is like, this is no ordinary cat. This is like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And even Chance is making out his will. Like, hey, Shadow, look, if we don't make it, um, he's starting to list all this stuff. And one thing he says, oh, the TV remote is buried underneath the seesaw. And Shadow's the one that sees the seesaw effect with the flat rock on the boulder it's like chance you're a genius and chance like no i'm not wait what's a genius it's like don't worry about it look this is going to take teamwork okay so what i need you to do is be up there on that platform and then i'm going to go run and lure the mountain lion around so that way when it steps onto this flat rock you're going to jump on the other end that's on that boulder and we should be able to like they're like on the top of like um not a mountain pass but just a cliff and there's like water below probably from where they were you know fishing just a moment ago and of course and it's scary because it's like shadow is an old dog you're telling me this old dog is gonna outrun a mountain lion he surely does it's like that adrenaline for fearing for your life is kicking in and it's like, okay, he's like, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. And you see the the mountain lion put its paws, you know, on, so that way he's completely on, he or she is completely on that flat rock. It's like, okay, Chance, now. And Chance, of course, is getting distracted by a butterfly in his face. <laughs> and he jumps and the mountain lion goes flying over that cliffside into the water. And... The boys are all just like, yes! <laughs> hey, dogs rule and cats drool! <laughs> Alright, so now we cut to the cabin man, and he's outside just holding the sassy, and sassy's sitting there, and hey, Quinny, how you doing? <laughs> and she hears this barking. Shadow? And chance! And then she's like, 
my voice. I'll get to that. And she, like, climbs out of the guy's arms, like, okay, okay. And she runs along this this plank of wood, and he's telling her, you know, all right, be safe, but st- and also steer clear of the river now. We don't. <laughs> this is so cute because she's like, all right, guys, keep barking. Let me know where you where you are. And I love how she's like bounding, almost like a little bunny, hopping, <laughs> and she's going through. <laughs> There's a bunch of deer that are like just grazing there, and they all kind of like lift their heads, like, okay, that's weird. That's definitely an animal I have not seen before. Whatever, let's go back to our uh, chewing our gra- grass or whatever. So, yeah, she's hitting the spots where the guys were. And she's like, oh, P.U., yeah, they were here all right. And, of course, <laughs> we see Shadow and Chance are just celebrating their victory over that mountain lion. It's like, oh, we were great, weren't we? Like, Shadow, you were seriously, you were so like Rin Tin Tin. And, of course, Shadow's like, who? And she was like, Rin Tin Tin, don't you watch TV? <laughs> and of course, she was like, oh, that isn't real. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> like, you were great. You were, oh my gosh. So she sees the guys, you know, taking off towards the, the tree line. And she's like, and Chance and Shadow stop. And Shadow's like, sassy? And she's like, and it's like, sassy! Oh, this reunion is so brutal. It's like, oh my gosh, I thought we'd never see you again. I thought you were dead. And oh, oh, she's like, oh, I missed you. She's, I love how she's hopping towards him. She's like, my boys, my boys. Like, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I missed you too, sassy. And she's like, really, Chance? He's like, well, I mean, we could have used her on. Ooh, I don't know how she would have fared with that mountain lion. Uh, I don't know. And of course, now that Sassy's back with uh, her boys now, she's like, Sassy, can we go fishing, please? Fish, 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 fish. <laughs> and of course, oh, they they fill up on fish. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> it's like, I really pigged out. <laughs> Sassy even burps. Yeah, and I love how Shadow's like, yeah, full stomach really feels good. I bet it does after, what, a couple days of, like, scrounging around looking for something and coming up empty? Ugh. But, yeah, and and, and Shadow, of course, is, like, still got his mind on, you know, I gotta get to Peter. Like, well, you know, we could still make a few miles before it gets dark. And here we go. Oh, my goodness. The porcupine. <laughs> Chan starts taunting this porcupine. Immediately, Shadow's like, no, 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 don't don't get near it. It doesn't smell right. But before we get to the porcupine and Chance, and I love how how Sassy's just like, oh, I can't wait to have scoop. I can't wait for Hope to scoop me up in her arms. And Chan's like, yeah, I can't wait to see the look on Jamie's face when we come strolling up. And Shadow's like, wait a minute, I thought you didn't care about Jamie. And Chance is starting to say something, but then the porcupine comes into view and distracts him. Yeah, Chance is like, oh, intruder at four o'clock. And Sassy's like, what is that? And Chance is like, I don't know. I think it's a squirrel having a really bad hair day. I gotta check this out. And that's where Shadow's like, no, it doesn't smell right. He's like making, Chance is like making jokes like, hey, would you stick your tongue in a toaster? <laughs> to the porcupine. He's getting so close to that porcupine. Oh. 
chance is reacting to this porcupine like it's a dog. Like, all right, pal, you know the routine. I sniff you, you sniff me. And the thing starts turning around to go. It's like, hey, where are you going? Did I say you could go? Get back here. What about that hair? Do you stick your tongue in a toaster or a light socket? Immediately the thing, like, slaps its, I don't know whether it's like a back tail or whatever. Because chance gets too close. And right away it's just, <clears throat> I don't know whether the porcupine's quills just shoot out of its back or its backside or what, but oh my gosh, this could have been a lot worse than what it was. He's lucky it was just in the in the cheek, like muzzle area, because it could have been really really bad. Either way, now Chance is injured and. He is going to need medical attention because that, those quills they can get infected. I'm sure if they in, if they're in there too long. Cause even Sassy is like, <laughs> it's like, oh, curiosity killed the cat. I mean, dog. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, chance. Now you learned a lesson. Cause now Sassy's like, well, let's see if I can try to get them out. And she's trying to pull them, you know, the quills. And it's like, Sassy, you got my lip. You got my lip. And Shadow's like, oh, those look like they're in deep. And Sassy looks up at Shadow's like, oh, they're real deep. And yeah, he, I'm not going to be able to do anything with this. And Shadow even says <coughs> right before Sassy tries to help, you know, see if she can get the quills out. Oh, Chant, you really are a bulldog, aren't you? And Chance is in tears. <laughs> I was just curious. It's like, I get it. Yes, you curious dog. Things happen. And Shadow gives Chance a word of warning. Chance, whatever you do, don't lick yourself. Like, uh, no. We see the porcupine just sauntering off. It's like, hey, it was just doing its job. You were a predator to him. And he's, yeah, just protecting himself. And, of course, Chance is like, oh, you jerk. So now we go to the police station where... Peter is going to report some missing members of his family. And of course, the cop misunderstands. Especially when he starts, Peter starts describing, you know, his family members. I think the name should have been a big giveaway. Like, well, first there's Shadow. He's got brown eyes and sandy colored hair. Like, okay, that's a... But then he gets to Sassy, like, oh, well, then there's Sassy. She has blue eyes and she's Himalayan. And the guy just looks at him and he's like, Himalayan? It's like, yeah. And then, I mean, Chance, well, he's white with black spots. And at that point, the officer's like, black spots? Kid, this is the San Francisco Police Department. We don't have time for running after stray cats and dogs. We got more important things to do. And Peter fires back. It's like, well, this is important to me and my brother and sister. What are we supposed to do? Just forget about them? And I like what the officer doesn't yell at Peter. Just like, hey, watch your tone. He says, look, I got something that might help you out. When we're looking for a suspect, sometimes we put up these reward posters. You know, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And Peter is like, okay, great. So he goes and, you know, turns to start to walk away. And the officer's like, hey, kid. Good luck. And Peter's like, thanks. 
So yeah, little does Peter know, Bob already made up some reward flyers. Okay, so let's go back to the beginning of this because there's more to it. So he says, I want to report a missing person. Oh, well, a member of my family missing. Oh, well, actually three members of my family missing. And the officer says, well, how long have they been missing? And Peter says, well, they ran away about a week ago. So, of course, he also takes Peter's name. Peter says Peter Burnford, which is a throw to the author, Sheila Burnford, who wrote The Incredible Journey, which the remake is, you know, basically this movie is based on the remake and the book. And not to the author. And the officer even says, you know, where are your parents? And Peter's like, well, they don't know I hear, I'm here. And the officer tells him, well, you better give me their names. So he's like, well, Laura Burnford, that's my mom. And my dad, well, well, her husband's name is Bob Siebert. So, yeah, basically, Peter is not all about the dad, stepdad, whatever you want to call Bob. So, yeah, the officer asks for a physical description of the missing persons and, you know, Shadow, that sounds, I mean, minus the name, sounds like, you know, could be anybody. You know, brown eyes, sandy colored hair. And, but the whole thing with Sassy, well, she's got blue eyes, she's Himalayan. And that's where the guy's like, Himalayan? He just looks, I'm like, what? And then Peter's like, well, and of course there's Chance, you know, he's white with black spots. And, like, immediately, like, Bob goes, like, no, 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 no. You're talking about missing pets here. These are not people. Hey, my gosh, the fact that the officer at first is like just so dismissive like look we got more important things to do than look for your he calls them stray pets like well they're not strays they live with <laughs> i mean my gosh but i like that after peter says well this is important to me and my brother and sister are we just supposed to forget about them and move on with our lives and then the officer has like a moment like okay look like, I would be like, hey, sir, have you ever lost a pet before? You know how that feels? This, I mean, they may not be important to you, but there are family members. Like, I, I mean, I could have, if I were, I would have went into, like, we um, moved temporarily for a few months to San Francisco. No one around our house could take our pets. So we had to take, drop them off with a friend of my mom's who lives on a ranch. Then she left on a, a stock drive with some horses, and then the, the pets apparently just took off. Clearly, yes, the pets wanted to, you know, wanted to be home with their family. I think that's a lot of the time that's what happens. Pets get separated from their families, and then it's just like that's all they know to do is like I gotta find my family. I don't know where they are, but I gotta find them. And that is devotional love right there for all the pets that have traveled miles and miles and miles for years and years and years to be reunited with their family. So yes, back at the apartment, Peter finds the reward posters that Bob made up. And Peter's like, Mom, who made these? And she tells him, well, Bob did. And that's surprising to Peter. He's like, he did? And she's like, yeah, he put them up everywhere. Oh, she says he sent them everywhere. And Peter's like, well, why didn't he say anything about it? And Laura's like, well, I think it's the way that you talked to him the other night. I think he's afraid to even look at you. 
And she tells Peter, it's like, well, he didn't want to get your hopes up. And Peter asks, has anyone called? And she shakes her head no. And he says, I miss Shadow Mom. I really miss him. And she hugs him. It's like, oh, buddy, your dog is trying. They're all trying to get back to you guys. So we get back to the uh, to the pets, and Chance is not doing good. He is whimpering. He's crying. He's in pain. And Shadow's leading the way. He's like, you going to make a Chance? And Chance is like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Sassy. You know, go ahead of me. And they hit water again. And it's like, you've got to be kidding me. We just faced this. Sassy almost, you know, almost lost her life. But this time around, it's like, now Chance is like, I don't know if I want to go in there. But Sassy's like, hey, look, seriously, Shadow, what we can do is try to hold Chance's head above water. And then all of a sudden we hear this little, like, ah, ah, it's like, and they're like, what is that noise? And Shadow's like, I don't know, stay there, stay there, I'm going to go check it out. So yeah, we basically see a waterfall, like, going into, you know, water. So basically, Sassy's saying, like, look, Chance, it's not so bad. And poor Chance feels like he is, like, he's got to be in so much pain that's starting at his face and going all the way through his body. I don't know what happens after a dog. I know they're most likely in a lot of pain, but I don't know whether, you know, poison is in their bodies or, 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 or what. I'm sure that his face is getting infected, um, but all of a sudden we hear, Mommy! And that's when they're like, what is that? And Shadow's like, I don't know, but I'll check it out. You guys all stay here. I'll be right back. And we stumble upon a lost little girl. And I'm like, what is a girl doing in the woods? What is a person doing in these woods? And... Shadow makes his presence known, and the girl turns around. And, of course, you know, she's frightened. She doesn't know this dog. And well, Shadow sees that she's frightened, and he's like, no, no, I'm a good dog. See? I'm a good dog. It's okay. And she goes over, she's like, nice doggy. And she immediately wraps her arms around Shadow would just start crying into his fur and then he like again looks over his shoulder and it's like, hey, sassy chance, it's okay. Oh my gosh, this movie <laughs> even in the theater I was crying at this point. This poor girl's, you know, gotten separated from her her family and she doesn't know where she is and thank goodness that Shadow and Sassy and Chance are there and oh to help her through this tra traumatic ordeal. And even Sassy's like, oh, poor thing, she's lost. And she was like, yeah, I know how she feels. So, mm, it's dark. You hear in the distance people calling the name, calling out the name Molly. Clearly, it's some park rangers looking, they're doing a search and rescue. You see her mother just beside herself, just crying like her little girl is out in the woods somewhere they can't find her and again I guess they're still looking because when it's daylight they're still calling for her and that's when Shadow wakes up and, he's, and they're like Sassy and Chance are like Shadow what is that is that people and Shadow's like yeah I'm gonna go find out what the situ what's going on 
And Chance like, no, no, no strangers, Shadow. They're, they're going to take us to the pound. They'll lock us up. We'll never get out again. And Shadow's like, Chance, they're just looking for the little girl. Okay? I'm going to go to them. So, of course, before Shadow leaves, like, Sassy, can you please, she's still sleeping, can you please just, you know, lay on her, keep her warm? And he goes and he finds the park ranger and the husband, you know, the mom and dad. And he starts barking. And it's the girl's father. Like, what is it, boy? It's like, I think he wants us to follow him. And they do. And they are reunited with their daughter. And oh my gosh. It's just such a beautiful moment. And just the girl's father just thanking Shadow. Like, thank you. For helping me find my little girl and of course the uh, park rangers or animal control or whoever they are one of the the guy bends down he's looking at chance like this dog is in very bad need of a vet and it's the lady they're just like hey wait a second i know these animals remember i think she's like mark they were on the flyer we got. So those flyers got around because there's a hundred of them made up. And yeah, it's like, these are them. And she's like, okay, guys, okay, you're going home. And Shadow latches out of the world, like, home, we're going home. And of course, when they're in the back and they're driving to, you know, the animal shelter. And Shadow's like, we're getting turned around. I don't know what's going on. And immediately, Chancel, like, I was right. I told you. They're going to take us to the pound. And immediately, they go into defense, especially when the guys start bringing out those, you know, poles with the, um, the, loop, the loops on them. Uh, Chance is like, this is just flashback city for him. He's like, oh, my gosh. And, of course, Sassy's in the truck. She's going, wow, And she's seeing all this activity. Like, why are they? And even, you know, they put a muzzle on Shadow. He's probably never had a muzzle on his face in, the, in his whole life. I can understand. It's like, okay, we want to get the animals here so that way we can get a hold of the owners. So, Bob is at work, of course. He gets the call that, every, that we've all been waiting for. The animals are safe. They're at the Pineville Animal Shelter on Route 90. Because you're like, is this Bob Seaver? It's like, yes. Like, we have your pets. They're safe at the animal shelter. You can come and get them. And he's like, you found them! And he's like, yes! And of course, he's like in this building that is very echoey. And of course, <laughs> these people are all looking around and like, okay. It's like, he is so excited. Of course, the kids are getting out of school. Peter and Hope are, yeah, Peter's like, yes, yes, he's getting out of class. And then he meets Hope and like, come on, let's go get Jamie because they're all going to the same school. <laughs> and of course, Jamie is getting ready to start this fall production of, I don't know, he's holding a real pumpkin because then his family like bursts in. It's like, Jamie. And he's like, huh, mom? And they're all like, we found them! He's like, yay! And he drops that pumpkin. And you have this lady who's like, I don't know whether she's a 
play director or whatever. She's like, what? Found who? She says, hopefully, what? Found who? And he's like, oh, sorry about the magic pumpkin. Miss Winters will replace it, Bob says as they're running out the door. (laughs) Now we cut to the truck with Chance and Shadow in the back. And Shadow's like, wait a minute, this isn't right. And Chance is like, what do you mean? It's like, we've turned around. Home's the other way. Like, and Chance is like, what are you talking about? And we immediately see the sign for the animal shelter. Or, I guess, if you wanted to call it a pound, like back then in the 90s, it's probably what it was called until they eventually started referring. I don't even know if they refer it to animal shelters anymore, whether they call them like an animal rescue or something like that. Yeah, and Chance is the realization, like, they took us to the pound! I told you, this is it! This is the end of the line. Well, think about it. You're a dog, and you got people coming at you with a muzzle right in your face, and you got someone wearing, like, hard leather gloves, which I get it for the protection of the people that work there. But, you know, and Shadow is just being so gentle and everything, and, of course, they stick a muzzle on him because they don't know. I mean, he's not, clearly does not look aggressive, but... For the safety of the employees. But Chance is like, he is fighting tooth and nail. He is not going. But they grab both of them. And they seem to handle Shadow a bit roughly. And the same with Chance. See that Shadow's like, Chance, calm down. And Chance is like, no, you don't understand. Dogs and cats come in here and they don't come out again. Because I'm sure that Chance has been in enough of those places that he's probably seen pets that have been there for a while. They go through that door, that one door, and they don't come back again. Yeah, and as Shadow's saying, Chance, calm down. These people are only trying to help. And, of course, we got the the big guy there who was like, calm down. No one's going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. I can imagine how freaked out Sassy is because she's in the cab of the truck watching... You know, her friends being taken away by, you know, lead ropes and poles. And Shadow's being muzzled. And she's like, what's going on? Yeah, and meanwhile, Shadow's trying to get that muzzle off his face. And we got the big guy yanking Chance backwards. And Chance's like, no, Shadow, please, don't make him take me. Don't let them take me to the back room. And Shadow finally gets that muzzle off, and he's like, Sassy, run! Save yourself! And as soon as the person opens the door, Sassy is, boom, she's gone. She is, like, in that little wooded area. It's like, oh, great, one of them escaped. It's just as well that Sassy did, because she's going to be the one that's going to be coming to their rescue. This has got to be scary for Shadow. He's never been in this situation before. The guy's leading him in. I think it's just on a leash. But you got a Doberman who's like barking and snapping and all these other, all this noise and everything. That's got to be freaking Shadow out. Because like I said, he's never been in this, you know, before. And the guy, as he puts Shadow in the cage, he says, your family's going to be here real soon. And... As the guy walks away, we hear Shadow say, So this is it. Chance was right all along. Oh, the one guy's like, Hey, look, the cat took off. Can't be too far. And the big guy's like saying, Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. We get a lot of fat guy jokes at this man's expense. And he was actually in the movie Born to be Wild. He's probably been in other things as well. And she's like, Here. She's mocking him. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Not on your life, chubby. 
he's like trying to make his way into like between the trees and there's like a lot of like plant life and he's trying to move it's basically like a pole with a net attached to it and he's like here kitty 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 and Sassy's like no dummy 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 <laughs> okay he is not falling for that at all Okay, so the next scene, of course, is going to be dealing with Chance's porcupine injury. So if there's any type of medical trauma that you suffer from, if you want to zip over this part, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna go into it real quick. So yeah, they're examining Chance's wounds with the uh, porcupine quills, kind of just in his muzzle area and the guy's kind of looking through a larger um image enhancer if you want to call it a micro uh magnifying glass type thing and he's like hey you are one lucky pup now i don't know if chance has ever seen of it the way that you know the people are just kind of you know they're being gentle with him and everything but then again he's probably never been in this situation before so he's like hey get your get your paws off me don't touch me so, yeah, then we go to outside of the animal shelter, and Sassy is like, I just got those two back. And she finds a rip in the screen in a, a little window up top. So she is able to actually get in there. And oh my goodness, the cat calls from these dogs. Like, hey, shake that tail. <laughs> and Sassy's like, oh my gosh, cat calls. Oh, embarrassing. And then she sees Shadow's like, hey, big fella, what are you in for? And Shadow's like, sassy. Sassy! And she's like, keep it down. And she is able to unlock his door on his cage and let him out. It's like, okay, we gotta find Chance. And of course Shadow's like, well, they took him into the back room, so. So yeah, we do have multiple scenes playing here. We got Sassy's point of view dealing with the big guy who's now chomping his... I guess taking a break. He's got this big hoagie that he's chomping on while watching a small television. And of course we have Chance in the examination room where I don't like how this is performed. I feel they should have. And again, medical triggers, skip over this part, please. They could have put him under. Because they, I don't even think they give him anything to numb that area of where those are. They just start... You know, with tweezers start yanking out the quills. It's like, oh, I would numb the area or put the dog under to make it as easy as possible. Because, I mean, get it. The one guy's trying to hold the dog down. The other one's got the tweezers. And, of course, Chance is acting like this is an interrogation because you hear the Mission Impossible theme. And he's like, okay, okay, I'll talk. And he's talking about how he, like, took a dump on the carpet and blamed it on sassy and he's doing all these other bad things around the house and he's like i saw underwear on three occasions and they remove a quill he's like okay okay four four and of course we see shadow jumping up in the little window in the door and it's like hey chance you in there chance and chance is like shadow is that you and it's like <laughs> i'm out here chance and she's like well get in here and of course the guy who you know put shadow in his enclosure is all like how'd he get out because <laughs> of course 
Sassy's trying to be a distraction for the big guy with the sandwich. Like, well, I can't have him nosing around trying to get Shadow. And the guy goes up to the door. He's like, oh, is this old fella here your friend? I'm like, well, they did come in together, so I would say that's a pretty safe bet, yes. So he goes, opens the door, and Shadow, like, jumps up on the door and pushes it all the way back. So the guy is pinned between the door and the wall. He's like, come on, Chance, come on, come on, come on. And the Chance, like, books it. I think they're able to get all the quills out of his muscle, though, which is good. And they take off running. And Chance's like, well, where's Sassy? And Shadow tells her... Uh, she's on a secret mission, and she's like, I'm bad. Because she starts running back and forth in the hallway, and the, the big guy's chasing her and everything. <laughs> uh, and of course, I'll, I do not like how that guy grabs Sassy by the uh, back of her neck. That Don't ever grab a cat like that. It's one thing for a mother cat to do that with her kittens because she has to carry them, but for don't ever grab a cat by the scruff of their neck, ever. That is, I find that to be animal cruelty. I really, really do. And Chance and Shadow are seeing the guy, they're like, they're trying to find an exit, like, how do we get out of this place? And they see the guy got sassy by the scruff of the neck, and they knock the guy down, freeing sassy, like, all right, let's go. And now they run outside, there is, of course, there's a fence there, there's, um, a mesh fe- uh, wire fence. And they start digging, like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And luckily, Sassy is able to get over the top of the fence because she can climb. And Shadow's able to get through in the hole that they dug. And Chance is trying, and he's stuck. He's like, I'm stuck. And, of course, here comes the big guy and the the guy with the glasses. And they're, they got Chance. They pull him back through that hole and Shadow is, like, on the other end of the fence, like, barking at And luckily the guys, like, fall down, release Chance, and Chance, like, they're free. Even sound an alarm for the pets, like, running out the back door. Come on. So, yeah, the family is excited. They're celebrating. Like, yes! They're singing ooh ee ooh ah ah ting ting walla walla bing bang. And Hope's like, you know, if you'd never made those flyers, you probably never would have found them. And, of course, Bob's like, yeah, I mean, it was a long shot, but we got lucky, didn't we? <laughs> so, yeah, they're all flying high. I'm like, yay, we're going to get our pets. This is great. And, the, I mean, let's just say, what if they had gotten them? Where would, would they take them back to San Francisco with them? Would they be in the apartment? I don't know. So, it's just like one of the, like, oh, man, they start going into the woods, and then the family vehicle passes by them. And then all of a sudden, Shadow's like, wait, 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 stop, guys, stop. And Chance is like, what? What is it? And Shadow says, something's funny. Something's telling me to go the other way and turn around. And Chance is like, what, back to the pound? Yeah, right. And Shadow's like, eh. Like, yeah, that time, that sixth sense. Like, that was right. They should have turned around. And I love how Shadow, or Chance is saying how Shadow and Sassy risked their lives for me. I never thought I'd have friends like that. And I kind of like, it was a new feeling for me, and I kind of like it. It's like, yeah, I mean, these pets are bonded in this experience. I mean, if anything, it really brought them all closer. 
So now we get to the animal shelter. It's rainy. It's dark. And the guy with the glass is like, I'm sorry this worked out this way, sir. And, you know, Bob's like, yeah, I'm sorry, too. And Hope's like, Mom, come on, let's keep looking. They were just here. And Laura's like, honey, that was hours ago. They could be miles away by now. They probably are miles away. And Laura's like, look, the people here promise to do everything they can. If They will call us. They will give us word if the animals... The animals are not coming back there. But I like the fact that I think even... Bob says, hey, look, they've made it this far, right? They just might make it all the way home. I mean, yeah, definitely, clearly. They made it from Kate's Ranch, although, I mean, granted, they had a, I don't know how far away from the woods that animal shelter is, but even still, I mean, they made it that far already. And odds are, if they escape the animal shelter, they probably think, like, yeah, their intention is to try to get back home. We see, you know, Peter calling for Shadow and everything, and even Bob, you know, it's like, hey, before he says they just might make it, they've made it this far, they just might make it all the way home. It's like, hey, we know they're alive, right? Like, yeah, that that is their intention. Their intention is to get home. Now, the thing is, we know Sassy was the first one up at bat to have something happen to her with the river, and then, of course, Chance with the porcupine, and you know... We all know what's going to happen to Shadow, for those of us that have seen this movie. Like, every single one of them is going to be faced with a challenge. I mean, all of them, you know, were, were said, especially, you know, Sassy, you know, and Enchance. But the fact that Shadow is old and he has survived this long through everything, from outracing a mountain lion and just all of this stuff, to what his next challenge is going to be. And you're just thinking, he is an old dog. How is he going to survive this? And of course, Chance is like, gosh, are we walking in circles? This tree smells familiar. And Shadow's like, Chance, it's pine. And Chance is like, oh yeah. And Sassy's like, guys, hurry up. Come here, look. And we just see this outstretch of like city and stuff. And it's like, we made it! We made it! Well, they're not at the house, but they're not very far from the house. It's like that journey of like, oh my gosh, and you just, you feel like you want to just celebrate with them. Like, yes, this journey is almost over. Yeah, and she was like, Shadow, this is incredible. You were right all along. And so she's like, isn't this the most beautiful sight you ever saw? It's like, yes, after everything they've been through and survived, it's like, yes! Their journey is almost at an end. And Shadow's like, come on, everybody. come on, you two. Let's go home. And we get Chance's narration again saying, after all we've been through, I don't know how he did it, but we were lo finally looking on the road that would lead us home. And of course, they got to get through the train tracks. Oh my gosh, I was so scared that Sassy had been hit by the dress. Like, she made it by a hair's breadth. I'm telling you. And then she's saying how when I get home, I want to be served filet of mouse on a cushion of bird feathers. <laughs> of course, yeah. Shadow's like, home is just beyond these tracks. We'll be there before dark. And of course, Sassy's like, I heard that before. Yeah, remember before they even hit that mountain? Like, hey, home is right over that mountain. We'll be there before dark. Like, um, I don't know about that. What is it with cats and saying, I'll laugh at danger? Because 
she, like I said, she just makes it through that train. And Shadow's like, Sassy, you all right? And she's like, ha, I laugh in the face of danger. And Chance's like, well, I'll laugh later. Let's just get out of here, please. Yeah, Simba said the same thing. It's like, ha, I laugh in the face of danger. She said she wants to be served filet a mouse on a silver platter while on a velvet cushion made of bird feathers. And Shadow's like, all right, Sassy, we're nearly home. And he steps through this wire mesh fence thing separating the train yard from... I don't even know what this is supposed to be. It's something that's got some wooden slats, like, covering it. And there's just this giant hole. Like, where did this come from? Was this a... I don't know what it is. But, of course, Shadow steps over it. They... The board breaks, and he goes down. And immediately, I'm sure I'm not the only one who saw... You know, when you saw it in the theater for the first time, thought, oh, my gosh. what Probably thought Shadow's dead. Like, how does he survive that fall? And Sassy and Chance are like, Shadow, Shadow, are you okay? Shadow? And we look down from up above into this hole that's just covered in mud. And they're like, Shadow, can you, can you, can you walk? Can you, can you crawl? And Shadow's like, I don't know. My, my leg hurts pretty badly. You see a bunch of boards just go down right with Shadow. And you see him. It looks like he hit his head on the ground. And you're like, oh my gosh, Shadow. Not Shadow. I mean, I know how it ends, but no, my goodness, poor old dog. They've all been through so much. It's like minutes that you see that Shadow's eyes are closed. He is not moving. And they're like, Shadow? And she's like, oh, poor old guy. And they're like, Shadow, are you okay? And Shadow's like, it takes him a second as he comes to us. Yeah, but my leg hurts pretty badly. And Sassy's like, is it broken? And Shadow's like, I don't know. It's it's hard to move it. And Chance is like seeing, like, is there another way out of this hole? It's like, hey, Shadow, come over here. Look, I don't think it's nearly as steep out this way. Do you think you can try it? And Shadow is like, he's he's trying, and it's like, but the thing is just covered in mud, and, you know, trying to get a foothold. It's just like, oh. Yeah, and Shadow is trying. He's, like, trying with the strength that he has. And Yo Sassy's saying, yo, Shadow, you can do this. If you can jump in a river to save me, I mean, this should be easy. And Chance is like, yeah, Shadow, and I'm not running a mountain lion? I mean, come on. You can do this. And he's so close. So close. But he starts sliding back. And it's like, no, 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 Shadow, Shadow. And it's like, oh, Shadow. And Shadow gets to the point where he is defeated. It's like, I can't do it. Just leave me here. I'm like, no, seriously. You brought us all this way. You can't give up now. We're so close. So, and Shadow slides back down and he starts laying down. And Chancellor's like, no, no, don't lay down, don't lay down. And Shadow says, I'm sorry, I just can't make it. And even Sassy is like, come on, Shadow, try, please try. And and Shadow just lays his head down. He's like, I just can't. It's it's so sad 
Because after everything that they've been through on this journey, Shadow just feels so defeated. And and Chance Chance is not giving up. He's like, Oh no, we've we've come too far to just let you sit in this this hole and give up. It's like, no, we're not doing that. Like, we need you. So Chance actually slides into that hole and he gives Shadow a a talking to. It's like Shadow you, you like he def definitely needs to hear this. Yeah, you know, Shadow's laying down in that mud hole and Chance is just standing over him saying, hey, look, you've pushed me this far. Now I'm pushing you the rest of the way. You know, when things got bad in the woods and I wanted to give up, but you were too stubborn to quit. And Chance is even saying, I won't, I won't let you give up. All right, now try again. And... Shadow just looks up at Chance and says, Do you think it's easy for me to admit I can't do it? I'm too old. And Chance, my God, my heart is breaking. He's like, No, you're not. There's nothing you can't do. And he says, I love you, Shadow. See, I don't, this journey has brought them all close together. After all this, they're they're bonded by this this big event, and Shadow has made such an impression on Chance's life, and Chance has grown to to respect Shadow now and and look up to him, and and trust him and everything. It's like to Chance, Shadow is a wise grandfather with years of experience, and just. To see, you know, for Chance to see his fallen hero just give up. It's like, no, you're not going to give up. And and Shadow's just laying there. It's like, Chance, I've taught you everything I know. And the last thing, all I have left to teach you is how to say goodbye. And Chance says, I won't let you give up. And we close out on that scene, clearly, we do know that Chance helps Shadow get out of that hole. Yeah, real quick, you know, Shadow says, I have nothing more to give, Chance. No, it's time for you to be on your own. It's like, oh my god, he's defeating it just the way that they're dying. Oh my gosh, this scene is just so heartbreaking. Okay, I'm guessing it's Thanksgiving, because <laughs> Laura is, you know, everyone's back at home, and she's putting on a Thanksgiving turkey, and then we have the actress who plays Edith on All in the Family, who I'm guessing is the grandmother, but she's just, you know, like, I can only stay for a minute, how's everyone doing, and Laura's like, well, the kids are... They're doing okay. Oh, she brought... Her grandmother brought a welcome home pie. Okay, so I'm guessing what happened after they couldn't find the animals, they just went back to San Francisco. They finished out, you know, Bob's, you know, time with whatever job that was. So, yeah, the grandma's like, oh, where are the kids? And Laura tells her, well, they're out in the backyard with Bob, and I know he's going to break his neck. Yeah, they're playing 
uh, basketball. <laughs> and that's where the grandma asks, well, how are they doing? And Laura says, well, they're much better now that we're back at home. Like, I can imagine. So, yeah, Bob's got Jamie on his shoulders. Jamie does a slam dunk. And, of course, Hope, who's probably, she looks to be maybe about 10. She's like, okay, me next, me next. And Bob's like, Hope, I think I'm getting too old for this. I'd be like, Hope, I think you're you're too old to be on your stepfather's shoulders like that. But, no, I think he just lifts her up. So, she's calling him daddy. And he just kind of looks at her in surprise. But it's what Peter says that convinces Bob. Okay. Peter says, yeah, come on, Dad. I finally called him Dad. You know those are the words that Bob has been wanting to hear for the longest time from Peter. I mean, not wanting, but hoping. Like, hey, maybe one day he'll call me Dad. And it happened. And even, you know, when... Hope calls Bob daddy. He Bob looks over at Peter like, oh, is Peter going to say something? Is he going to be irritated? Like, hey, he's not your dad. But no, no. He doesn't say that. It's like, yeah, come on, dad. Okay, so he just has her on his back piggyback style. Like, all right, hold on and don't let go. And then, yeah, she makes a, does she make a basket? No, she does not make a basket. But something happens afterward that causes the family to stop and pause and look. There's barking in the background. There's barking in the distance. And Jamie's like, did you hear that? And Bob's like, hear what? And Hope says, it's a dog. And the look on Peter's face, just the idea, like, maybe that could be Shadow. And Laura comes out and says, all right, guys, turkey's on the table. Let's eat. And they're like, shh. And we see Jamie kind of putting his hands over his mouth like, Chance, is that you, boy? And, of course, Laura's like, no, honey, that couldn't possibly be him. I know you want it to be. And Jamie continues calling, you know, because the barking is, you know, responding. He's like, here, Chance, here, boy. And right out of the woods comes Chance. Oh! I'm going to say, a lot of the Disney live-action movies, this has got to be one of the best endings to a Disney movie, like, ever. Ever. I love, yeah, before Chance comes out, Hope's like, I know that bark. It is him. And here comes Chance. <laughs> hey, Quinny. <laughs> Quinn's like, I've never seen this movie before. I have no idea. It is Quinny. It's Chance. <laughs> and the family just looks like their jaws just drop. Like, are you, oh my gosh. And Jamie runs to Chance. It's like, Jamie, 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 Jamie. He's like, I miss you. And you have no idea all the things that have happened. It's like, oh, I, you're the best boy in the world. I love you, Jamie. He's just, oh, my gosh. He's just so happy. And the family just rushes over to Chance. Like, where have you been? Where have you been? <laughs> and guess what? Here we hear a little, you know, a little bell. Here comes Sassy. And she's like, hope, 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 hope. And Hope scoops hope, Sassy up in her arms. And she's like, oh. 
And Bob is like, oh, the whole family's coming back together again. And it's just like, and Peter's kind of like thinking, well, where's Shadow? Because that is the big moment coming up. It's like, where's Shadow? And everyone's rejoicing, you know, with Chance and Sassy returning. And just kind of like, well, where is... But, of course, when Hope is, like, holding on to Sassy and Sassy, sweetheart, Sassy can't breathe. So, and you just see Peter, like, come on, Shadow. And then, it's like, Peter that admits to Peter, like, he was too old. It was just too far. He was just too old. And Laura goes over to him, like, oh, Peter. And Peter turns to go, and then all of a sudden, the... Homer bound theme like, like those horns start and you see shadow coming out of the woods like oh <laughs> and shadow's eyes lock with Peter and shadow's like Peter and Peter's like shadow and they run to each other and you just see you see shadow limping he is obviously hurt but I gotta say, those animals, well, especially Chance and Shadow, are clean. I mean, I don't know how long it took them once they get out of the hole to get back to the house, but maybe they stopped by somewhere and got cleaned up. I don't know where. Oh, and this reunion is just so sweet, and Peter hugging Shadow and Shadow's just so overjoyed like oh Peter I thought about you all the time and I just I love you Peter and just so beautiful and Chance his narration comes on again and saying how you're watching Shadow with Peter it's like the years just disappeared and Shadow was a puppy again yeah, and Chance is even saying, you know, it was Shadow's victory, really. His belief is the thing that got us through. Yes, his love for his boy got them through and helped them get home to their family. He wouldn't give up. Yeah, and Chance says, and in that moment, I saw the years lift from him. He was a puppy again, reunited with his best friend. So the whole family but Chance go into the house and Chance is just standing there just realizing something. He says, as we turn to go into the house, a strange new feeling came over me. I had a family. And Chance says, and I found out that sacrifice and friendship and even love were more than just the mushy stuff. As Jamie comes out, I was like, come on, Chance, come inside. And Chan says, at last, for the first time in my life, I was home. And he barks and he comes inside. He's like, ah! <laughs> and of course he sees that turkey. Of course he does. <laughs> That's how the movie ends. Now I do want to play this clip of their reunion because it is just the most powerful, beautiful, amazing scene ever to be be put on film.
Shadow's victory, really. His belief was the thing that got us through. And in that moment, I saw the years lift from him. He was a puppy again, reunited with his best friend. <laughs> Shadow. Oh, it's good to see you, boy. As we turned to go inside the house, a strange new feeling came over me. I had a family. And I had found out that sacrifice and friendship and even love were more than just the mushy stuff. Come on, Jen, come inside. At last, for the first time in my life, I was home. All right. Well, that was the movie review. I hope you all enjoyed it. I loved covering this movie. This movie has been such a big part of my life since I watched it. I saw it in the theater when I was 10. I got it on VHS. That was the thing, too, which was kind of funny, was there was a contest running that was on television through our local news station or local channel 
And it's one of those things, like, you have to be by the TV when it airs. You gotta, like, write down the address. And it was basically, you could win a copy of the VHS by writing, like, who's your favorite character? Like, Shadow, Chance, or Sassy. You know, who's your favorite character and why? And I remember that, and my grandma actually was able to get down the information. And I remember, because I ended up getting it for my birthday, she's... She says, you know, if you don't get it for your birthday, I will go and get the movie for you. And my sister comes up to the farm, you know, my grandparents' house, and she drops the movie like, oh, here you go. Here's your birthday gift. And I'm like, ah, it's Homer Bound. And it's funny because I also, I got Homer Bound too for my 13th birthday, I think. I think it was my 13th birthday. Maybe it's my no, it was my 14th birthday because it came out in 96. So, yeah, the sequel, Homer Bound 2 Lost in San Francisco, takes place three years after the first movie. And I first found out about the second movie when my dad and I went and saw Jumanji in the theater in 1995. Because we were sitting in the theater waiting for the movie to start and Homeward Bound 2 Lost in San Francisco was one of the trailers that came up. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch this movie. And my dad's like, well, let's watch Jumanji first. <laughs> but I was so jazzed. Yeah, and I saw Homeward Bound 2 Lost in San Francisco. I saw that in the theater. I think it was right around Easter with my grandma. That's how I saw the first one, too. I saw it in the theater with my grandma. My grandma took me to a lot of movies on the weekends. So, yeah, I was actually looking through the goofs here for this. And there's a factual error. And I was right. The brown grizzly bear, Chance Faces, does not reproduce American black bear cubs. That's true. I mean, as a kid, I wouldn't have picked up on that. But, yeah, I'm like, um, that, no, that definitely would not be the case. And I was also right about in the one shot in the kitchen scene when the pets are being fed, a seal point Siamese cat appears as sassy. Seconds later, the correct breed, a seal point Himalayan, is shown. So yeah, next month I'm going to be releasing Homeward Bound to Lost in San Francisco. I'm, I'm excited about I have not watched that movie in quite a while. And I knew when I wanted to start doing movie reviews on my podcast that I wanted to cover these two movies because they were such a big part of my childhood growing up. And they hold such a special place in my heart. And I really hope that you all enjoy listening to this review. If you'd like to email the podcast, you can do so at either lbomwonderyearspodcast at gmail.com or punky pb punky brewster pb podcast at gmail.com have a great day everybody bye bye